Hello, welcome to Tales from the Eastland, episode 36. You might be wondering why you're hearing a different voice this week. That's because the Rovers podcast is under new management. Yes, the lunatics have finally taken over the asylum. <laughs> I'll be your host, Jason Maloney, alongside Bueller, McDonough, Ferris. Delighted to be here. We have another Lions game to talk about, but that's literally until not in February. There's nothing else, I might have to rant about the FEI for about 40 minutes. Mark Darrett, did you have any stats there for us? I sure do, Jason. You know, do you right, that's enough of that. Like, let's discuss the Bray scandal in the news again. Now, we know a guy in Bray who tells me the O'Connors are not too worried about all this at all. What the fuck is going on here? Get out of that seat, will you? What a good place to be Don't believe it Right, so that was two charlatans trying to hijack the show, so the profs are the mill, and Johnny Blue fucked them out. So, <laughs> welcome to the end of season, extravaganza bonanza, special live in Johnny Blues. Never thought we'd make it this far, prof. He's doing a great job, by the way. So, we're going to talk about the Limerick game. It was the last game of the season, and can you believe we have Stephen Bradley's all-time 11? That was a bit of a coup, wasn't it? Very interesting stuff, so his all-time 11 will be up in a while. We have a live audience here, and Johnny Blues gives us a song, lads. We are Shamrock Rovers, we're on a summer wood. And when we play the bowers, they always fucking run. We chase them down the corner, and it's a fist for two. And if we ever catch them, we'll beat them black and blue. No one here can stuff back when the force is back. Yeah, so we've got um, we've got loads of discussion today, and we've a live studio audience, as you as you may have realised, in Johnny yeah, Blue's bar, over a dozen hoops supporters, and uh, potential signings, all sorts of good talk today. So I'm Gary Parsons, and as usual, it's the Prof Carl Riley. Hello. Uh, we've also got monthly madness bingo here, so we've got a giant board ready to whip out at a moment's notice. So we all have a, a little bit about something about so, everybody. So when you hear this noise. That means someone wins a prize. That means someone got sick. It might mean you have to have a drink. That means that something was said or done by one of you that Gary and I predicted. So we'll take out the board and cross it off our list and maybe get a bingo. So uh, there we go. So last week's show, so Lukey Bourne take questions from the East End Trophy home and uh, more controversy, as Gary Shaw pointed out. Doing it was right. There actually is a Newcastle West in Australia. So the plot thickens. It's only a population of about 350, though. Yeah, so. the door town up north. So uh, some people were laughing their asses off, the impressions and accents. Thomas was a cracker. He sounded Nigerian more than anything. 
it was shocking. Yeah, so the first guest that we'd like to invite to sit down with us, he's the bouncer for the, this evening. He's after patting everybody down for flares before they enter the stand. He's he built especially for the occasion. And uh, we have Johnny Blue. So, Johnny Blue, take a seat. So Johnny Blue has he's got the full attire on, he's got the bouncer gear, he's got his radio ready. And uh you expecting a busy night, Johnny Blue? Oh it's always very busy. Let's keep it down there, I know me not that I should live. <laughs> it's always very busy in Johnny Blue's. Right, Johnny, you've sized them all up. Who do you think is gonna give you trouble tonight? Uh, every fucking one of them. <laughs> right, so we're gonna um Yourself, your darts match, you've been challenged to a game. Uh, we have a show of hands. Who fancies Johnny Blue for the darts? Hot Rod is over there. What about Hot Rod? No? It's Johnny and the Hockey. Johnny. <laughs> so, uh, Johnny, um, tell us a bit about Johnny Blue's. When did it start construction? Uh, the famous Johnny Blue's. The famous Johnny Blue started back in. For my 50th birthday. And everything done by yourself, And wasn't it? everything done by myself. And I got a bit of hands off a few of my mates. Oh, you did fuck all. I just waited for it to be yeah. built. Yeah. <laughs> three, three useless songs, I have to say, yeah. But it's great enough for occasions like this. Everybody loves it. Everybody comes. more than welcome. And if, if, uh, I tell you what, if every stain tells a story, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. We've had some great memories down here. Yourself included and, mm-hmm. and Karen. Yeah. Right, so uh, Johnny, we'll let you get back to work because uh, you have your hands full tonight. Oh, yeah. Sorry, lads, not over here. <laughs> Johnny! Johnny Blue! Johnny! Johnny Blue! Right, so we're going to discuss the results of our survey today as well. So, everybody, I'm hoping, hoping everybody took the survey, yeah? Yeah, And, um, yeah, so we've got loads, loads of feedback from that. So, uh, really appreciate what people are saying. and. Uh, the experience of follow rovers it's, it's all fantastic so we're going to sit down and analyse that and we'll see what's what for next season so we have Fernimovic on the on the forum he said the biggest addition to my season this year was the podcast so as a rovers fan who travels a two hour uh, commute from, to Tala it, it makes him feel pretty much at home and, and keeps him uh, up to date with everything and the Hooplicons tweeted us and said we hurt our feelings so we, we do love the Hooplicons it's actually freaking me out that you're tweeting now yeah, I know. I usually left that to you. I actually sent me first tweet for the first time ever. I log into Twitter and I read this, it this and I'm week. like, I didn't say that. <laughs> what? What's going on there? So we packed as well. He was tongue in cheek here. This is my this is my post of the year. Uh, I feel that your blatant disrespect for the football authorities, glorification of flares and hooliganism, left field music and promotion of drinking and shed sets a terrible example for our more impressionable young supporters. Otherwise, all good and carry on. So that's post of the year for Pat Martin there. So we had a total of 241 responses, 225 of those came from Ireland. The rest made up from UK, Australia, USA, Canada and even one person in Spain. So the first question was, what is your age? And our biggest age group was 25 to 34s and 66 people with that and then we had 47 who are 18 to 24 and 35 to 44 and then we had 13 people who are 55 years or older and then we had 30 school kids <laughs> 30 school kids who are tuning in we have 227 males and 9 female listeners so we've won in the building Karen you're holding it down for the female listeners and then we have um, we have 12 angry men and Karen Connolly 12 angry men and Karen Connolly yeah and Carl is loving this dad just took it to my veins He's absolutely <laughs> Oh, that sweet, that's sweet dad. <laughs> I actually needed some alone time with that dad over the last year. Right. <laughs> so, right, so give it up for our next guest. We have Ryan Legrue and Forky. Alec Kyo. What? Yeah. Yeah.
Hold on, hold on a sec. Did someone spill a drink? That wasn't me. <laughs> someone spilled a drink. Wasn't me. So the fourth person to get a big, a big award. He spills a drink. It's Carl Kearns. So here's the hoop of the shortest distance to travel out of anyone here. It's Johnny Blues, Ryan, how long did it take you to get here? About 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you're on the corner, Cashel Avenue. Yeah. Crumlin Starboard. You had no idea Johnny Blues was right under your nose. No, I you didn't. You just gave away the location. <laughs> 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 we'd be right. made it, we'd be there'd be both the, the balls would be under your nose. The balls. <laughs> BSA be here in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a real story. So, Forky, um, we had to get you in here after your Liberate story, and you had Ray Wilson and Bates laughing. So, what do you make of the place? What do you think of Johnny Blues? Yeah, great, yeah. After your walk from Sandy Mount, by the way. Yeah, well, that was my choice. <laughs> so, um, so, tell us. Um, <laughs> so, um, what do you think of the memorabilia from their hooligan trips up north as well? No, I like that. I'm actually gutted I didn't get one myself when I was up there. There was, there was plenty <laughs> so, going around, I tell you yeah, that. Well, you did them a favour, so you're going to be knocking the place down <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks later anyway. So, so uh, we want to send our congratulations to Justin Mason as well and his wife Brenda who are married yesterday. We wish them all the hoopiness in the world. So you were at the wedding, Forky. You were, weren't you? Well, I was at the afters. You yeah. were at the afters was and uh, McDarrow was as well. So how was it? It was a big Rovers affair. Ah, yeah, it was. I missed now. Apparently, at the end, there was a big rendition of Twig of Scotland. Oh, yeah, I missed, missed that, that because I was going off looking for bottles to bring back on the bus. <laughs> was was Joe's wearing the wedding dress? <laughs> <laughs> no, can't. <laughs> <laughs> so it looked like a fantastic occasion anyway. Joe's. Joe's. <laughs> so just just that true dub. So four was at James's gate, and he had the rover scarf in the pictures. And it wouldn't surprise me if he did show up today. In fairness, so dedicated hoop. So congrats, just give him a round of applause, lads. Just congrats on your wedding day. You forgot to mention the replica Sam McGuire cup. That That's was. we didn't want to talk about the war, so yeah, we, we skipped that one. Yeah. Uh, McDarrow wasn't very happy holding it. Ed, Ed Sol says he wasn't happy. He was sitting at a table with a balls and a Dubs fan and someone from Dundalk. Oh, there you at go. The wedding. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the definition of hell. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, was Neil Doyle at the wedding? He was. Actually, he was. I, I, uh, Isn't he like I your favourite person? At the end of the night, I think, gave him an old roasting about, his, <laughs> about the Dundalk affair. And players dive and then things like that. So. I'm sure he was happy with yeah, that. He didn't want anything to do with me. So he didn't give him a cow, so a straight red. So, fair play to him on that. Yeah, in fairness, yeah. You go with that. So, uh, we're asking everybody three questions today. And so tell us your player of the year first. For he's busy here vaping. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> you and your post office. <laughs> anyway, uh, who's player of the year? Ah, for me, I suppose. Yeah, Gary Shaw. That's who we vote for anyway. So. Yeah, I'm saying myself, that's who we vote for. Well deserved as well. And uh, give us your highlight of the season. It could be anything. It could be in a way through. It can be in a moment, whatever. Highlight of the season? Jesus. Um, I know mine was Galway away. Definitely Galway away. No, don't talk away. The 1-0. The 1-0? Yeah. After straight after Euro? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. That was a fantastic yeah, one. So, and uh, what else have we got? What player is on your yeah. wish list? Number one on your wish list. We did a poll there. Macmillan, yeah, he 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 romped it. Now, in fairness, nearly two hundred responses. I doubt we'll get him. Yeah, no, but in fairness, there's there's a couple of little rumours, so you never know. So uh, the poll on uh, our new signings, people were able to add to their own list. And Ryan, you were tempted to put Baz on there, weren't you? You're a big Barry Morby fan. I was not anymore. Not anymore. No, he's gone down the pecking order. I'm forky. 
Um, what else have we got? Oh. Same two questions to Ryan. Yeah, Who's same two questions. Who's your player of the year? Round of Finn. I thought I've, that's who I vote for, but I'll take nothing away from Gary Shaw. I think he's improved immensely this year. Yeah. And your uh, highlight of the scene. Your highlight. Same as Forky, don't walk away straight after Europe. Mm. Um, Not many there, so it was surprisingly. It was a glorious day as well. It was, oh, yeah, it was beautiful. And so I noticed as well, there wasn't actually that much media coverage about the game either. No, it was, it was yeah. one of those games where it actually wasn't it was a goal to. And then I was going. I was going yeah. And you listen to Tez Lee stand. We convinced you to go. Well, no, I was going. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, didn't get the message. I think I was going to, was going to go to the air show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was on that day. Yeah. Day. But no one was going. So I went fuck it. And my girlfriend was driving up north. So I got a lift off her up there. Got dropped off in Dundalk. Something's grand. Went to some pub in Dundalk, and like people were going, "You going to the match?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like. Who do you support and all? Rovers, what are you doing here and all? Like, yeah, yeah that's the attitude you get up there. I'm surprised you even got into the bar. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Uh, <laughs> so give us a. Ryan, um, what? The number one, so, number one potential sign, and who do you want to bring in? It's a tough one. Uh, I don't, oh, I'd like McMillan. I don't want to say him as well, though, so I'll go for it, Benny. So I've been here, right? Like right, it. lads, that's it. Thanks. Now get the fuck out of seat. Hold on, Forky has to apologise. You had Gary Shaw on here a few weeks ago, and he asked what the funniest moment in football was. And do you remember he was saying about Open Bray? Was that you? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas tree? Yeah. You were a Christmas tree. No way, uh, you were a Christmas tree guy. There you go, Shazzy. <laughs> Another mystery uncovered. <laughs> right, lads, thank you. Give him a round of applause, lads. Now, next up, we have two authors of Rover's books, and we'll have three at the table, so it'll be the Prof, Owen, and MacDara. So step up, lads, have a seat. So we have MacDara Ferris, and we have Owen Rice, and uh, Carl, you, you, you lead on this one. Need <laughs> Johnny Bill to restore order here, where is he? Shutting away. Uh, McDara, you once called this place a fictitious bar. What do you have to say for yourself? I apologise. This is very real. It's real. <laughs> this is real, too real. Real robbers here. <laughs> right, and so. And you asked me if uh, we have to meet you at Crumlin Shopping Centre and get blindfolded and brought into the studio in the boot of a Jeep. So you're on to us. What's going to fight that? And that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Exactly like I thought it was. Oh, that happened just with Crumlin Shopping Centre. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so um, we had you on the show a while back uh, to talk about Shelbourne, the talk of days and your book, so, which you can now buy a second-hand copy on, on Amazon for $474. So Yeah, it's a steal. It's an absolute steal. steal. Yeah, I'm giving them away. The surprise has been snapped up. So, And Owen, you described their uh, relationship with the FBI could best. You called it annual humiliation, and it continues. Continues. Weren't humiliated this year. Pity we didn't get to the final, but uh, yeah, the pain continues. The pain goes on. Mm. It really is. It's uh, it's it's been thirty years, a long thirty years. So McDarrow, we've uh, had you all early on the podcast talking about the locker room bar in Galway, which we won't be going to again next season, sadly. So uh, are you sad to see Galway go down? Yeah, I am. Although there's a bit of discussion here before recording about whether Bray will still be in the top division next season, a bit of controversy. But uh, no, sad to see we're go very uh, well treated down in Galway. It's always a, a good ground to go to, um, whether you're in the away section or in the 
in the bar. There's a few people who stayed in the <laughs> bar and watched the it's a good old view. second half by standing on the benches and yeah. watched out the window when we won there last time. Kenny, so, Kenny put out a strong team, didn't he? Against yeah, Paul. Kenny's team. You, I think you made a good point, uh, Jason, about Kenny's team. I won't say what you said in the bar in the clip below, but he put out a, he put out a strongest eleven. So I think uh, that could be he could have a. I think he got his first break with Pat's coaching, so maybe that's a, he had a bit of an affiliation yeah, with Pat. Pat's game was first coaching job. He's only twenty. He's twenty three. Many day ago, so there's he's a soft spot for Pat's. I reckon. So we're gonna go with our three questions and give us your player of the year. On. Uh, I went with Ron Finn. Uh, thought he started off a little bit slow, probably a bit tired after the Europa stuff, but uh, thought from May, June engine, onwards. Oh, yeah, May, June onwards, thought he was unplayable. Yeah. Dominated, ran the whole team, ran games, thought he was immense. And once again, Jason made a great point about who better to have in the middle of the park with Bulger to show him the ropes and yeah. show him how it is. So, who was your player of the season, uh, McDonald? I went with Gary Shaw. Just the number of goals he got this season, more than he got any other. He had his target to get into double figures he did he got to I think 11 in the league and he got that all important goal in, in Europe um, really good player held the ball up uh, surprisingly quick he's come on and in spades hasn't yeah, he he's really has genuinely a nice guy I think anyone that was at the player of the year function the guy had his arm in this weird L sling thing <laughs> yeah. that he has for next week he was probably on painkillers, but he stayed around yeah. signing autographs and um, posing for photographs and chatting to people. And so he's been in Johnny Blues, an absolute gentleman. Been in Johnny Blues. Came down, did a show, brilliant, brilliant stuff. So, uh, Owen, give us your highlight of the season. Uh, I think for just a one moment highlight, it'll probably be uh, Burke Screamer against uh, in Europe. Thought that was yeah. a, that was a wow. brilliant, brilliant what a goal. Moment. Have you seen a better Aurora's goal? No, no, long time, long time. We had this discussion like over a few drinks. We couldn't, we couldn't come up with. Yeah. We Best really one in town, I would say. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable yeah. goal. But I think the highlight of the season for me is just just generally the vibe around the club again. You know, the just vibe, the yeah. just the the good vibe gone around. Uh, it's a totally different club than it was in the last couple of years, and I just think it's been a, been a great season for that for that reason. And McDowell, you as well. Same question to you. Highlight of the season. Uh, trip to Europe. We got to go in a gla- Got to go into a glacier. You uh, did that. You I, you did Iceland right. Yeah, I. Got we stayed in the pub and you, you were out on the watching whales and I everything. Got to go, you? I got to go caving. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. The, we and and I got to see Gary Shaw give us a, an away win in Europe. You've been they biding don't. your time waiting for that Iceland. Draw. I literally had, yeah, I hadn't gone to Iceland, putting it off, waiting yeah. for Rovers to draw an Icelandic team and. Um, to go and see a, an away win for Rovers in Europe they don't come around very often so that was great no they certainly don't and give us your uh, number one your hit list for signings who do you want in well Macmillan will be great but um, he's already said so I'm going to say Dane Massey Dane Massey I think he'd yeah. be a brilliant addition I think, we, think he'd add a lot to the, lot to the team and same to you Mike there well as a, as a structural engineer by training I'd love to see an architect come so Dave Macmillan I guess <laughs> Avian you could have words yeah build the stand behind the goal right so uh, question four on um, our survey was where did you hear about Tales of the East End so there was no surprises 54% said Facebook 70% Actually, said Twitter question three first question three where's that uh, so the, aside from Tales of the East End how many podcasts would you typically listen to in a week this was fascinating because 38% don't listen to any other podcast but errors. So we're number one. So that was 91 people said zero. 61 people said three or more. 39 said two. 46 said one. So you're definitely in the three or more category right there. That's me, yeah. You listen to probably about 12. Oh, I'm flying as well. I'm really, I'm, I'm hooked. It's it's taking over from music at the moment, but... um. It's it's a it's it's the the future really it's it's what's all I mean radio could be dead so we're gonna go on to what about uh, on any other podcast uh, LOI Weekly the only <laughs> other one 
Yeah, apart from that, just pure League of Ireland podcast for me. Even when they record in the bathroom. Uh, no, I didn't listen to the bathroom. Kind of Pringles. Now, I, thought, yeah. it was I thought Dan and Johnny bringing uh, Brian Cairn to the bathroom was a bit too far for me. So <laughs> what do you think of Johnny Ward? I think he's anti-Rovers. No, uh, well, yeah, he is, but sure, everyone's anti-Rovers. Yeah, That's but I mean, thing. you don't really hear of I'm anyone who... you American? <laughs> 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 Omar will sound it, right? Short and anti. And... Uh, <laughs> But he is, he's always, I mean, even even Lukey said it, Lukey said that he grilled him about a couple of things and he had to deflect a couple of questions. He's always, listen to League of World Weekly yeah, yeah. and you'll hear him, he hates Rovers. Absolutely hates Rovers. And he's, he's, this is Johnny Ward on the League of World podcast. He hates Rovers. He hates, listen to him. Does he? Constantly. Always, always anti Rovers. Everyone hates Rovers. Yeah, no, he was on our bus and all, but he is anti Rovers. You can't, you can't he say he's not. Just listen, yeah. Just yeah. listen back to him, Rovers he is. The rest of the right, so question four is about where we heard from, where you heard about uh, Taylor Lee Stan. So 54% said Facebook, 70% said Twitter, and a good few people said the Ultras Forum. And uh, there's a, so social media is doing us a big favour there. We've one gentleman said the Gary Twig bus, so plenty of exposure. And uh, yeah. two people first read about in the programme, so maybe print media is not dead after all. Yeah, thanks, and God. congratulations on your testimonial year, right there. In the thank program. you very much. Yeah, ten, ten years writing in the. Ten years writing. Come on, give them a round of applause, oh, lads. Ten years in the programme. Yeah. You got a game put on. You're on now. Yeah. 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 They should give you the income from the program sales one week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You get a, you get a few quid. Right. So thanks, lads. Return to the audience. Thanks, thank you. So uh, I'm going to hand it off to Carl now. Carl, you're going to review Friday's performance. Oh yeah, the performance of Friday. Well, to be honest, first first half I thought you struggled. I mean, fair enough. Like you were taken out of your environment here in Johnny Bills. You need time to adapt. But you made some basic errors, which you just can't make at this level. And I mean, you'd probably be the first and last person to ever confuse Alex Dunn with Gavin Bazzuna. <laughs> but listen. Credit where it's still, the halftime team talk worked. Whatever was said Half-time back... Halftime team points. Yeah, whatever was said back in Ray Williams' kitchen, <laughs> it did the trick because you, you came out second half and you were confident. <laughs> Suddenly you were stringing two or three sentences together. <laughs> and you finally showed what you can do. People saw what I see every Thursday here in Johnny Blue. So it was a very good second half performance and you played your part and well, it was a very enjoyable evening at the 89 suite. Yeah. <laughs> right, so for anyone who wasn't there, <laughs> I was dreading this. So for anyone who wasn't there, I was hosting the Player of the Year awards, and the under-15s were held at halftime. The Limerick match, the 17s, the 19s, the senior awards was after the game, and I completely fucked it up. <laughs> at the start, I mixed up. Duffer came up right, and he grabs the microphone. First of all, snatched the microphone off me, start talking, and then I mixed up the 15s and the 70s and the look he gave me would go to me grave he looked over their shoulder and he goes it's the 15s <laughs> I couldn't believe it. he was so angry but uh, <laughs> if Danny Davis mix up on the 70 on the 15s <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring the bell ring the bell ring the bell this is it that's another prize and that's because we knew he'd do it he hijacked the show <laughs> So that was it was it was a choice between either Maloney or Kenny B to hijack the show. At least at least he didn't hijack it on that 15. <laughs> the amount of editing going into this one. We are though, brother. Don't sign that guy. Yeah, so that was uh, and, and in fairness to Duffer, I mean this guy must be serious. Uh, Alex Stone, did you hear his speech? At the end of it, he said to him, "Please stay." Yeah. 
So this guy's supposed to be absolutely shit on. Lukey said that you're, you're he's... hearing about him in a couple of years. Lukey said yeah. this is the the most unbelievable for a 15 year old. You'd never ever see anything like him. He said he's going to be he's going to be top dog. So uh, hopefully we can hold on to him. So the under 15s player of the year and the players player of the year was Alex Stone with a special merit award going to Gavin Bazunu because. Um, he was. He played 17s, he played 19s, he played two games a week sometimes in two days. And uh, he's, he's huge for a 15-year-old, he's a massive fella. He dwarfed you on stage. Yeah, no, he was, he's really tall. And then you have Alex Stone who played in the Ireland under 16s in that 2-0 win over Scotland that day. Luke, he was watching online, he said he had a great game. So so as for the game itself, in Tallah Stadium, we beat Limerick 2-1. And congratulations, Carl, on your perfect attendance. Attendance record in the league this season. So give him a round of applause, Carl got to every game. And we also have Ryan LeGrill. Ryan LeGrill, yeah. Ryan LeGrill. Yeah. I think Ryan Everybody, even got to Thomastown. Every game of his studio was the pre-season friendly in Spain. Yeah, there you go. So he, he even got to Thomastown. I'm a Toyman. I'm a Toyman. I tell you what, a super fan. Shit, shit, shit. So we're gonna nab someone from the audience to help us analyse the game, and he's the only he's the only man to make a second appearance in Johnny Blue's bar. It's Jason Maloney. Can you walk? Is he able? He's a regular. <laughs> right, so Jason, will you be mixing cider and Guinness again after what happened the last time with Johnny Blues? Definitely not. We nearly had to get the, the defibrillator out. <laughs> what I heard that the off license was sponsored, I thought it was some craft beers now, but it stuck to the original. They certainly went for us, and lads, I tell you what, give us a hand for Curry Come on. Yeah. 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 We're going to have an interval soon. We're going to get, get stuck in. <laughs> We're going to get we're gonna get stuck into the food in a while, so um, yeah. So uh, Jay, did you hear you have a fan? Lukey Bourne was a big fan of your monthly badness. Lukey, yeah, that was that was my highlight of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Put that one off straight away. <laughs> and just just a bit off topic now, actually, Jay, I have to ask you this: There's rumours that Glenn Rowe was making a comeback, right? And since you're the main man for stories, we won a league in the Shield, and this is this is Kenny B. You popped up with a 90th minute winner against the Archer. Do you remember this? Straight off the don't, bench. Don't bring that up, Ken. Right, straight <laughs> off the bench, one all, and uh, he popped up with a winner. Now, Ken, I tell you, it was a it was a 30 yard screamer, <laughs> but it was a it was a it was a, a fumbled shot in off the bar. <laughs> a five yard fumble. But we won two on that day, right? And say it was Shady Archer. Save the Archer. Off the But we. But we played uh, Bowes SC that year at home in Aylesbury, right? And there was a big Rovers crowd out that day. And the first time we played them, we beat them 1 0 out there, right? And Bowes just won the, won league. the league. And they had a load of lads out on the sideline drinking cans, giving us awful abuse, right? Out beside the north side shopping centre, right? In Bowes Heartland. And then we got them back in the second game, in the, in the return game, right? And uh, it was it was 2 all that day. Jay, can you tell us, give us a bit about that game? We had Eamon Zaid was on the sideline, right? He's a friend of the striker. And I'd say about 70 minutes into the game, he said, listen, I have to leave. I can't be seen here. <laughs> so we were, can you give us a quick recap of that? Can you remember what happened? I can't remember what happened. If he was torn up, I mean, a few cans of pitch. And as you said, obviously, the air lads got a bit of a hard time in the reverse fixture. Yeah. So a few of our lads torn up. We went to Yama beforehand just to, for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and then we torn up and we gave, yeah. I remember one of the guys playing for them, he's, uh, he was actually playing left wing, but he never came near the left wing. He, he was one of the known BSC face. Yeah, and he yeah. never came over. He, he came to the left wing once, touched me on, and I think he played centre mid for the rest of the game. <laughs> let's say there was, there was a bit of a, there was a, let's say there was an interval at about 70 minutes, and uh, there was all sorts of things flying on the pitch. It was, a, it was too all that day, actually, we should have beat him, but um, like I said, Eamon Zoid walked off and he goes, I can't be seen here. I have to leave. He was never seen in town anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, there was some really good stories. Noli O'Brien <laughs> playing goal that day as well. So 
Um, That's how you can see the two. Yeah, so we, uh, we're going to talk about the game now. We had a load of injuries and suspensions going into this one. We had Kevin Horgan, who stayed in goal. We had a makeshift centre-half pairing of Dean Carpenter and Sam Bone at centre-half. And a rare start for Sean Boyd. You tipped him for a goal, which was a great show in fairness. I thought it was. It would have been... It nailed on for him to score a goal. They hadn't played all season. It would have been perfect. But <coughs> yeah, it would have been his only goal of the season. He's yeah. a lot of injuries. I still like Sean. Sean's going to be still a big player for us. I think we, I think we should hold um, on to him. Yeah, there's been a bit of talk about him. second season syndrome now, but he's an awful lot of injuries. I know Bradshaw likes him. Bradshaw signed him. I think Bradshaw brought him through the 17s, 19s. Yeah. So he, Bradshaw, they can have some give him all the, you know, all the support he needs. Uh, he played on his own. I think he plays better. Similarly, he plays better when he plays in the front too, rather than out and out striker on his own. Like, you know, and yeah. that, he was a bit isolated, and I think uh, I don't know Brando was a Brando or Cameron King was playing the number ten role doing like they kind of switch in between. They were for me, they were too um, too. He was left too isolated. Yeah. Number ten didn't get close enough to him, but he did alright. He still has a lot to offer though. Yeah. And then we have Richie English who was on the bench as well, so another prospect. And um, what did you make of the first half? First half was was, was powerful, I suppose. Um, Carl alluded earlier on. Yeah, it was. But we were still, I said we made four or five changes that we had to, you know, for suspension injuries. But Hope everyone liked their starting 11s, by the way, last week. We had two injured players and two suspended players <laughs> yeah. in our 11. So we're on the ball as always. But uh, Limerick, Limerick, Carl, you were, you were saying that Limerick looked dangerous. And do you like the look of Ogbeni? And um, how would we pronounce this? Is it Elri? Is it Hairy? Is it Elri? What's. I don't he's know. very hairy, anyway. I'd sign him, definitely. Yeah, but you give him he's, he's very good, isn't he? We, we signed Paul Curry to play a certain role for us last year. Obviously, the situation of Paul didn't work out because of injuries, etc. But I think that guy can play that role. He can play a whole role. He the ball away, does he? He's excellent. Excellent. He actually changed again. We played him at the start of the season, well, the first game of the season at Tala, where they drew one all and it was one of the low points of the season. They equalised in the last minute. They were fully they were fully worthy of the, getting an equalizer, getting a point. He came on strong in that game and he changed the game when he yeah. came on. He's excellent. So I'd, I'd actually have him above uh, Benny. Like, uh, you know, you need players in your team. Wingers come and go. They're, you know, they're... Inconsistent at best. Yeah. Benny is good, and he proved that he's some great run the second half. But if I was going to pick a player off Limerick that we should sign, I'd go for him. Do you remember my stat about Tosi being on 14 goals? Yeah. And if he gets 15, he'd be the most in like 30 years. Of course, yeah. Maloney comes up to me in a glimmer, Lorsi. <coughs> and he's like, Tosi, took him off the bench. He gets 15 <laughs> goals this season. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure he never come off the bench. He's left on. Never come on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so our first half chances, Carl. Uh, I think Boyd had a chance, didn't he? Just went wide, and Horgan made a save. Other than that, it was, kind of, it was shaping up to be kind of end of season affair. Yeah, one nil, of nil, written all it? over. But I mean, then we had Brando. That was into towards the second half. Now we had Brando with a penalty, and then fantastic goal with Finner. Really, really good. So um, I think Finn, Finn is a, is, he's gonna, he's very, he's essential for the next couple of years. Finn for me, anyway. He was superb in that game. Yeah, he was really good. So, do you notice we got a penalty from a corner? How often does that happen? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it definitely doesn't happen that often. So. You never see a corner for a penalty, though, did <laughs> So they pulled one back, and they also had we, they, they got a goal. We also had Conley. Conley missed two chances. He was a, a he bit. He's on goal twice, and he missed both. Yeah, and yeah. did the same thing up in Pats as well. So we don't like to be too critical on the show, but I mean we we, we do call it how it is. And he, he I think he gets a rush of blows a few times this year. When he gets the ball in the box, he's he's had a decent enough season for me, Conley. He's good, but when he gets the ball in the box, when he's shooting chances, so many times over the season where. He's going to miss the chance or he hasn't gone for the blatant effort. He's going to side yeah. pass or, or hasn't hit it. I think he's been a bit conservative. But Bone had an off day as well, I thought. I didn't think... Yeah, I, I think I, he had I, a few clangers. Yeah. Was he a fault for the goal? I think it could have been. I mean, we'll have to watch it back, but I think he did have an off day. But um, you were you, you wanted to ask Jason about a certain Scottish club, Carl? 
I was going to say, Jason, you must be really disappointed that the Rangers manager has been sacked. Uh, Pedro, he's my favourite Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Kenny Miller taking over? Did he take over? No, if he does. He'll be a flop as well. No matter who takes over, they just seem to be so fabulous. Wolf home. So, Jay, <laughs> Jay now, now we know you only get going after 10 points, but uh, give us a story there. Any request, folks? Anyone want to hear a story of, Jay? Any any famous stories that might involve uh, now we're live. Glasgow or any referees? I think we'll keep that one. You We need an award for uh, Maloney Facebook post of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, it's. Uh, I think we read half of them out on the show. Yeah, we like I said. Um, so we, that's Jay, and we're going to get us three questions now, and it's give us your uh, player of the year. Player of the year. Highlight. And well, obviously, I've like, championed Gary Shaw's cause all year. I think Gary's been brilliant, but as I post on Facebook there, just the other day, I think Ronald Finn has been brilliant. I think what, what did Ronald was the start of the season he could have had, but he was carrying an injury, but Ronald is our best player. Gary was player because what he did for us, he ran his heart out, he got his goals when we needed him. The, the, the game you mentioned earlier, as you heard, Gary, uh, was exemplary uh, fashion. He got the two goals, where one nil down to Galway, and you know, he put it out of the back for us, stuff like that. And he runs his heart out, and he's like, and I said, he, he, he pit moves all we want, but Rovers now. We've talked about that way, so yeah, earlier, and other people have come to the club. Mercenaries. They don't yeah. have the passion, they haven't put in the kind of things that, you know, put in the, the 90 minutes that Gary, sometimes he's off days, sometimes he's a, he's a horrible role to play in his own up front. You know, playing play big two big centre half balls for but he rolled his heart out and I think definitely, you know, he, he deserved player of the year. And your highlight of the season? Highlight of the season. That was a, a, a great season. And everyone's gonna say I think the same thing has been said by everybody. It's probably our best season since two thousand and two thousand eleven. Like, you know, uh, after, you know, Belgrade and the Heights. We're never gonna get better after that. You know, we're never gonna, you know, emulate that again. I remember talking to people and some of our new fans that only started following us after Tala, you know, when we moved to Tala and others were there, I says Appreciate it. We go to sports, we go 1 0 up, you know. We go and beat Belgrade, partners are Belgrade, you know. We play Real Madrid. We, this, these things like this they just don't happen. It's mm. not a regular. Don't start thinking this, yeah. this is part of your everyday role. Yeah, yeah. This is a one off season. Yeah. Appreciate it, yeah. experience it, and live for it because it was brilliant. So, but with the whole thing, probably, yeah, as you said as well, keep copying you, don't you? I, I, stand, I, stand I say things still. I don't. Yeah, not, not the right thing. <laughs> oh, okay. no, Iceland was good. I think Iceland was good. No, I've seen Rovers win three times away in Europe. I wasn't at the famous Belgrade one. Obviously, that was the best anyone ever experienced. I've seen us win in Israel, and I've seen us win in um, in Poland in the Intertoto. In Aldra, wasn't it? Aldra, yes. yeah. I've seen that as well. But Iceland was probably the highlight of the season. Because right. Everything back together. I think it's one of our seasons as well because it, even in that game, our form was iffy. Our league form was iffy. We, we weren't sure we were going to qualify for Europe again next year. I think that was a catalyst for what happened then. We had a run then. I think we won 10 or 11 games after that. Something like that. We, went, we had a great run where we won so many games. I think that was the catalyst. After which game? After the Ice on the way game. I think we won, we won a yeah, lot of games. Yeah, it was at the beginning, yeah. We won like seven in a row. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the best yeah, since 93. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, pep talk in the airport with the lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what? They, they, they thought you were fantastic. Yeah. They were talking to the boys about you and they were like, oh, they, were, they, they thought it was fantastic. Want to reveal to us what your, your Tom or comment was? Or well, Tom wasn't seeing it. See, Tom was alone. Tom doesn't really see what he was. I know he's been going walking up. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on headphones on. He, just he does his own thing. He mixes the group. But, and last for Jay, number one target. 
Yeah, Macmillan. Yeah, definitely. Now we're all saying it's we need a centre. And I like Eddie Shaw, as I've said, as I've just quoted there. Um, I think at the at the cup semi final replay, um, Tommy Wright was there, uh, St Johnson manager, and there's rumours that Gary Shaw's like they're looking at Gary Shaw's on the radar, you know. So hate to lose him, but if they went to that game, you know, they watched the two centre forwards. Like, Macmillan was outstanding that like, you know, he gave us a thorough time. You know, he's just he's come on even though he's one of these probably late developers. He wasn't played for UCD, played for. Oh, I never really thought he was. Like he played for Pats. He didn't get his game of Pats. Yeah, he didn't get his game of Pats. He did the bench of Pats, but he's really, really late developer. And you know, we need someone that can play the Gary Shaw role and still get twenty goals a season. And McMillan can kind of give you that. I'm, I tell you, we're not. We can create chances. We've seen that this season. We're a creative team. Put him up front, and he, he probably banged him in. So, um, right, that's Jason Maloney, lads. So give him a round of applause. So we're going back to our survey now. Carl, you have a couple of you have a couple of things about the survey. Yeah, so it was when do you, when did you listen to when did you listen to the podcast for the first time? So over half of the people who answered said they listened to the very first episode. Uh, it was 123 people. 67 said early on, 34 said midway to the season, 12 said just recently. So we're attracting and new listeners as as we go on. And then it was where do you usually listen? And over half the people this is said, question six. Over half the people said at home. Next highest is work, then the car, public transport. A few people said the gym, and one person said was well, cycling. Nice one, Forgy. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't me in the gym either. And question seven was how do you listen? And uh, McDara helped me with this one. It was 60, 60% use SoundCloud, whether that's through the app or they stream it. Next highest was iPhone podcast app, and know McDara uses that. Then the iTunes star, six people, he said Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, which wasn't actually in the poll, Overcast, Player FM. Two people said they just click on and Facebook and it comes up. Yeah. <laughs> that is SoundCloud though. That's just, and see, the thing yeah. is, Roy, we, we put it on SoundCloud, we put it on iTunes, that's it. And it just appears on all the other ones. So it's obviously it's someone else's at work doing this. Yeah, we're we're yeah. thankful for that, it's great. It's on other platforms, so. I think it is, yeah. So we're happy with that. So we've got exposure from that. So um, we're going to question eight now. And if a show is released on Thursday morning, when do you usually listen? And these were the closest results in the whole survey. So thirty percent said Thursday night or after midnight. Twenty four percent said early on a Thursday. Twenty three percent said Friday. And twenty three percent said weekend or later. So. Um, Question 9 as well said, how do you listen? 108 people said they listen in one go. 91 said that they break it up within the day. And 34 said it's spread out over two days or more. And then we have, we'll get through these, lads, don't worry. It's question 10. It's in, in your opinion, what would be the ideal length? Uh, Barney, what do you think of that? The ideal length? About 12 inches. So the idea... Stay in with Subway. <laughs> so the ideal length for a regular we are pleased with this one we were pleased with the length the majority <laughs> the majority went for a, the, the majority went for go as long as you want lads so I, 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 no, I need two minutes give me two minutes I'm not right <laughs> yeah, so 95 people said go as long as you want. 76 chose an hour, 55 people picked an hour and a half. Remember how long our first show was? Uh, half an hour. It was a half an hour, and 15 minutes of that was just Ronan Finn. Yeah, so we were, we were really. We talked yeah. for 15 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. We thought we were great. 
So the back of the Limerick match and we're gonna invite one of the boot boys to hobble over to the seats. And we have 12 can. Carl Cairns! And he's in the jacks, okay. <laughs> he's getting sick! Stay <laughs> first! The nerves! <laughs> So 12 can car cars hobbling over, take a seat there. It's still live. He's definitely watching it. Right, so... Um, Lucky for you, Johnny Blues is disabled, accessible. Know, okay. <laughs> so, Thank God. What happened there with the injury? This is a football injury over yeah. a year, over a year waiting for the operation, but... Uh, yeah, finally so. If we just have Mark Lynch and Dave Webbs are here, yeah, we have a boot trifecta. Yeah, there was another one as well, someone else I saw one. Oh, oh sure, her, my Mrs. Father-in-law, he has one of those fancy boots as well. Yeah, they're the hall. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about... Um, he gave you a mention, Lukey Bourne gave you a mention on last week's show. He said you're, uh, you were famously interviewed on the back of the bus at the Derry game, 12 cans in you, and you had a great performance that day. I love the dedication, so the last few cans were warm. Galahad as well, so you persevered. Yeah, I got abused actually because I was holding the bus up. I remember Paul <laughs> yeah. O'Connell looking out the bus. Yeah, the fuck? You're not getting more cans, are you? Yeah, down to the little, wasn't it? Yeah, it was me, and, me and Buck. It's like, not a pink and only hold the bus up. <laughs> yeah. So the players have four weeks off now. Yeah, Dean Carpenter came out of the dressing room and he was like, thank God that season's over. Dean Carpenter? Because he was at Collins Downs, he played like a full oh, season. Oh, it would have been a long, long yeah, season. Him and Darren him, yeah. as well. Yeah. And then it's back into the mix, so, uh, I mean, what a setup! a little holiday, enjoy a break, and then back into training, you have to love it. The players must love it as well, I mean, they're professional footballers at this stage, and if you've ever been up at the Rollstone, it's fantastic, it's very professional, they've their own chef, they've got the whole lot, they're, they're spoiled, they're, it's, and, and you know what, we're moving forward, it's, uh, it's progressive, so we've a nice reception for the players at the end, and the prof did your last interview of the season with uh, Bradzer. Yeah, we said our goodbyes, it was emotional. So how was he, Carl? <laughs> His beard was at least 20% scruffier. How was it? Was scru- it was scruffier, so do you it know It was what? very I scruffy, I, I think he might have trimmed it up. For, Usually I don't notice, for, but for, this time I was like, that's very scruffy. For the marathon today, what do you think of Bradzer's beard, lads? Are we going to give him... Yeah, should he hold on to it? Should he be leaving in the off-season? Should the beard be... beards in the Tour de France now. So I'm, I'm, I'm anti, no, beards, no. Beards are just not beards. I think Brad's might listen, so he might, he might, he might have a listen. So. <laughs> 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 so Robert Goggins would like to thank everybody who has supported the programme throughout the year. Michael Andrews left some feedback programme as well, worth the spend. We all know this, guys. I mean, the proven quality and production the content has been excellent really is an excellent read and by the way Robert Goggins he gave me notes for the player of the year awards and they were too good which you ignored they were <laughs> they were too good they were in depth they were amazing the, the, the guy has does stunning work so uh, give us a round of applause for Robert Goggins here. Absolutely amazing work from Robert and long may I continue. And you use a photo of me in the programme, unauthorised photo. I saw that, I was wearing, laughing at that. Wearing a jacket two sizes too big for me. Yeah. So it was a great night, the 1899, and uh, the suite was fantastic. Great value for a tenner, you got a gargle as well, it was a sellout. So Carl Cairns, you were with the crew, Dino and Bucket. What a tour now, amazing to see so many there, and we all drank the Guinness dry, didn't we? So what do you think of the night? Yeah, actually, I sent him to the bar and he came back with a can of Guinness after the, in a plastic glass. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you were too upset. They weren't, uh, they weren't invited, actually. There was a bone of contention. I had to say it to the boys, I had to say it to Bucket, and I said, listen, uh, Carl didn't avoid you, it wasn't me. I said, I, I, I wanted you to go. I said, it was Carl. Yeah, I asked Carl. you. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great addition to the experience that Rob experienced, 1899 Suite. It's a. Uh, it was a great buzz in the night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it like that in a long time, and I know there's a lot of long-standing Rovers fans here. When's the last time you saw something as positive 
as as that 1899 suite did yeah. on Jason you in particular the Milltown Tour do you think it was busy that night the Milltown Tour it was good yeah. Friday as well it's the only place you could get a drink but we couldn't honestly it was amazing <laughs> it was fantastic yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it that packed like, I was, like I said I was hosting it and I took a look out and Ray was beside me and the place was bulging and I said to Ray Ray is there a fucking window I can jump out of here because <laughs> it, it was jammed Duffer you know Duffer pushed me out Duffer pushed me out Duffer pushed me out yeah he ran out of Guinness we drank it yeah they, they, we literally drank the Guinness Troy the Guinness ran out so we had the rest of the awards uh, the under 17's player of the year was Martins Ola Kanye Carr you've been talking about him and Erica Bulu our fullbacks yeah. and they're two cracking players really attacking fullbacks hopefully we hold on to them we see what happens in the future and then we have uh, new Martins uh, probably wouldn't speak he's a very unassuming guy he's very, he, he does his talking on the pitch he didn't do it at all we had under 17 top goal scorer Dean Williams Kevin Street Stalwart and uh, he, he's a smashing little player lads if you've seen him he's very cute he's very smart and holds well, he holds the ball up well doesn't give it away and next don't forget next week we have a massive massive final for the 19 so I mean, it's Rovers. What else would be doing on a Saturday? Get out, follow the team, and watch them in the final. And uh, we've Stephen Royce. He, he was on stage as well. He spoke well. The under 19s player of the year was Keen Collins. He got a squad number as well. He's number 23. So they're, they they really are. Was promoting. he on the bench Friday night? He was. They're yeah, promoting yeah, yeah. from within. We did Dylan as the top goal scorer. Like I said, he's only 108 away from Paddy Ambrose's record. He's got his fourth senior goal. Actually, did the only one I wrote. The only one I wrote. Yeah, that smelled like rubber guns. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first start of the year, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not even right. You scored a goal in the League Cup. Yeah, it's officially a goal. It's a goal. Don't take that away from young Dean. He's probably listening. He's going to get upset. So, uh, we'd Mick Bourne on stage, lads. Big round of applause for Mick Bourne. Go on, superhero. Uh, Alan, do you remember Mick Bourne? Uh, I interviewed Mick Bourne. I never saw a play, though. Who, anyone here remember Mick Bourne playing John? Yes. John, you remember him. John, pop over here and we'll have a quick word about <laughs> about Mick Bourne now. Um, he's hobbling over here. Look, have, you, have, you got a, have you got a leg brace on as well? <laughs> but, uh, you're, give us your thoughts on Mick Bourne. He looks great, I have to say. He does for his edge. An, an, an excellent player. What type of player was he? Well, I was able to link up with the play. Any time he got a chance, bang, that man had put it away. He buried it, yeah. I suppose it's the sort of player we're actually missing now. Yeah. That's, hate to say it, but we really are missing someone like that. An unreal partnership with Noel Arkin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arkin made him. Did. Yeah. It's like I said, we are missing someone like that. Um, there's one or two people there at the moment. Maybe didn't make it, but listening to the awards they did the other night, I said to myself, did we actually need... To go out and buy players. The way we talked about these young lads coming through, I just can't wait for them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And, and let's be fair, right? I mean, the under 15s is a massive step and it's a huge year in any footballer's life, right? If you if you look at Rovers and you're a 15 year old, I mean, even 16, you cannot say no to Rovers. Look at the setup. They, they, potentially, they could put you through college if you want, because yeah. we have three lads going through college now in Ashfield. If you if you want to progress, Rovers is the way forward. I'm going to be honest. Years ago, Rovers were dirt. Mm, Steve yeah. Barrett played oh, for them. You can, you can, you can, you can. That's great. That, no, no, Steve, Steve can play. <laughs> Steve 
see the post that was <laughs> Lads, Stee can play, right? That, I didn't mean that. Stee's a baller, right? But listen. I haven't seen him play in both But what I'm trying to say is that growing up through the years, you never heard of Rovers being decent DDSL. Like, like I mean, anyone who played DDSL growing up, Rovers were, were never there. They were shy. They were shy growing up. There was no one. I think uh, Podge was in the same year as me. That was it. But other than that, they were they were terrible. A youth section. There was no. There was oh, no one was put in. good enough to be as shy as him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but listen, it's amazing what's going on now. Like, if you don't, if you don't want your child, if you want your child to be successful at football and enjoy the football, it's, it's all be Rovers. I mean, look what's going on. It's it's absolutely. It's it's an amazing setup, and we cannot talk about it enough. But we're going off we're going off topic. We'll, we'll well, talk about. Just say something. Two years ago at the AGM, Robbo got up and he was introducing the plan as we go to the future. And he did. He's say, on the board. He's, he's on the board. board. He did say um, what we're going to do for the future of the kids, and we hoped to be able to get the kids coming through, put them through college, and have an elite group there. And it's now come to fruition. And we've just started off the ball. And it's over. baby steps at the moment. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is the first we're couple at, of years. We're ahead of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. We're really ahead of ourselves. We were talking about it for years. When, well, I was yeah, playing yeah. over schoolboy, uh, just when we went into Tallis, in Tallis Stadium. And uh, we were brought in then, a few of us, and told, like, this is what's going to be going forward. But it's taken six or seven years to actually implement it. Yeah. But, but it's look, great it's, now. You see the players. Yeah, the, the way I see it is. I know. No, I mean, number one, and, and the fact that there's so much hatred towards Rovers in the DDSL now at the moment as well. I love it. Great. It's. it's it shows you this progress, but what I said is it's going to be 10 years before, 10 years a long time, but 10 years, give it 10 years before we're Completely really, really up and running motoring, you know. You can see the fruits of Oh, without a doubt, yeah. So, um, yeah, we young player of the year, we Trevor Clark, and what I will say as well, Roy, Trevor Clark at the start of the season was not too interview friendly he wasn't he wasn't great he snatched the microphone off me and he goes I'll say a speech so we're being the lads are being schooled as well he grabbed it up and he tanked everybody and he's a model professional now and then we have player of the year with daddy cool himself so Gary Gary Shaw Gary Gary Shaw Gary, Gary Shaw. Gary, Gary Shaw. He loved that one. Oh, something, something serious to say to you all. Where we're all talking with the players here. There's something you notice in the program every single week, right? And it's sad to see lack of sponsorship for the players. I will say that as well. Great it's point. Great point, Rod. We are one of the few teams that has a program out there. And we don't have, we can't afford the sponsors. I reckon we can count on two hands the amount of sponsors that player had this you know, season. So yeah, that's something that has to improve. Get your spot the balls out. Get get your golden goals. Do you start have a sponsor player next year? Well, look, yeah. for all the yeah, people out there, go ahead, sponsor <laughs> players, all support the sponsors. It's only three hundred quid. It's nothing. Um, you can get six six lads together, fifty quid each. Get twelve lads. Whatever you want to do, yeah. but listen, there's no excuse for it. There's, I think I think at the moment there was 40 people in that program, and we only have maybe 20 at a push. And give the benefits of as well. You get the jersey the at the end of the season. Of course. You get a few benefits. There's benefits to it as yeah. well. So peach trees can only do so much. Peach trees can only do. It's down to support us. Um, it's a couple of points each, lads. That's all it is. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely agree with Think about it seriously. Just on uh, Trevor Clark, that's the second year in a row he won Young Player of the Year. So I checked who has done that. And he was a left back in the mid 90s. Let's see if anyone can guess. Go for it, guys. Go Thinking for it. Maloney will get this. Wait, who we can't, was it? No. Yeah. Was it Gino Argentina? No, it was Matt Britton. 
So I left back in the 90s for oh, the... Oh, Matt Brindley! Matt Brindley! Matt Brindley! Matt Brindley! Matt Brindley! Matt Brindley! Sean Kavanagh. Sean Kavanagh, Steve Barrett was Steve close. Got Steve got it. So Sean Kavanagh, whatever happened to him? Sean the Blizzard Kavanagh. Are you talking about Sean the Blizzard Kavanagh. Would you actually remember who won that award in previous years? Because I had to actually check. It was a struggle to remember. Like 2013. He, he won in, in 2013. Like who won Young Player of the Year? Yeah, 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 no, it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Shepard, great show, yeah. great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not a prize for that. You can have a car. No, what are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, the hair, the hair is misleading. 2015. 2015, Luki Byrne won it, so that's probably on his mantelpiece now, next to the. Yeah, so we had a special merit awards for Conor Sullivan, Richie Carroll and Mick Quinn for a match day voluntary work. So fantastic work that these guys well have done. Well and like said. I said, Richie yeah. will get we'll get him on eventually. He point blank refused to come on the show. Oh, and he says what? Dublin will probably play. Shots fired, shots fired. So the under 15s end the season with a 5-0 defeat. Uh, Fighting in defeat in Galway, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jeez, that was a bit, that was a bit harsh. Go for him. I'm on Damien. Yeah, so that's all. Galway overtake Rovers to finish third on the table, and the under 19s beat Cabinsley two 0 So goals from Adam Doyle and substitute Dean Williams sent Rovers through to the final. So we're going to the final next week, yeah. next Saturday. Come on, the Rovers! Make sure you open the bar, Brendan. Yeah, so the under 90s are true to the final, and, and Dean Williams sent them through with the second goal. So the Hoops will face Derry City in the final next weekend. It's looking like it'll be held in Tala. And uh, surely everybody will go to that. I mean, it's a final. The likes of Bone doing a boy, they're all available selections. So, lads, I think we're heading out for a final next week. That's another miss fly for Kenny Barrett. What's new? Johnny Blue is Steve, I hope the bed is going up for him. That's my mortgage bill. Yeah. Right, so we'll go. we're going to go for our three questions as usual. And it's give us your player of the year, Carl. 10 count, Carl Cairns. 12, sorry, 12 uh, can't carry cards, I want to take yeah, two away from you. Um, I have to give it to Ronald Finn. Nipple talk between him and Gary Shaw, but I think Finn's come on. Model pro this week, this <laughs> season, wasn't he? Yeah, Model pro. He needs and bounces to be his first here. Like, when he was forced there, he obviously had loads of ability. But thought he was a bit of a luxury at times. But his war crate since he's come back. I don't know what that's going I'd say he does 10k games. 10k games. Cover yeah. so much ground. And, and gives you a highlight of the season. Uh, when you look the 1-0 win away to Dundalk was great I loved Galway away that win as an individual moment though Trevor Clark's goal in Cork yeah oh, yeah. yeah. I lost my phone fell down a couple of flights of steps do you remember that goal actually? No, I remember the goal right? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I remember just before you carry on is there any player in the Rara squad you Particularly, don't like. I had a feeling this was coming. We <laughs> <laughs> all listen. Yeah, I know this. No, listen I think I've been quoted as saying I have a dislike for Ryan Conley. That but that's a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel? I just think. 
It's a professional well, opinion. Yeah. Could the it's an opinion. Could it's an opinion. Yeah. If he took a penalty, pass it. Ryan, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's our special guest, Ryan Connolly. Player of the year. There's a problem. There's a problem there. What you go with? I was. I just expected so much more of him. And then when he sacked Oh, he did too, in fairness, because he was fantastic. Well, obviously, he was, Yeah, I know. Apparently, he's, he's struggling with the injury. I obviously didn't allow for that to start, but I just think the midfielders. You're being too nice, and I'm trying to sound the klaxon because <laughs> it says criticizes. I know, I just, I actually just copped the board. Well, he's got a prize, he's filled the garbage, he's got a prize, he's not getting any more. He got the script during the week. No, look, I just, I don't know, I think he's been underwhelming, to say the least. I think you caught him saying I hate him before, but. But he's struggling with the towel injury, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, apparently, apparently if he gets the operation, potentially he could have to retire. Yeah, I'll do it for you. So, it's a life threatening towel injury. Right, so, and. It's your foot injury, I thought you'd be a bit more sympathetic. Give us your number one target. Who's on your hit list? Who do you want? First person through the gates at towel for next season. We're being, un, I think, slightly unrealistic with the likes of McBrill and also I'm going to stick on that team. Podge Ahmed, I'd love to see Podge back. Oh, Podge. Clearly, yeah. just, someone yeah. added him to the, to the group. So I'd say him. If not him, I think Conor McCormick, if we can entice him back, I think Conor McCormick's successful. Oh, that's a real show as well. Once we don't, probably play him at full back. I saw him. Particularly the four one defeat. We're going to move over. We'll do. We'll bring him back. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joe, John, you can get off the seat now. We're going to bring you back eventually, right? We already did. He wouldn't have mixed up. Right, so, uh, right, thanks, Carl. And, uh, right, lads, give a round of applause to Carl. Go on. Go on, Carl. Right. So, next up, we have the Brothers Grimm. Get them up, it's the Barretts. Kenny and Steve Barrett, come on. Where's the Bills? Steve, have to carry Kenny. Carry them on. Right, lads, just just a quick. He's leaving. Just just before we go on, we just want to thank all the volunteers at the 1899 suite and the Glen suite who helped make it a fantastic night. We had Maureen, we had Martina, we had Mark LeGrew, we had Paula and especially Catherine for standing in at the bar at 1899 on Friday. So guys, give them a big round of applause. I wouldn't have went to help without them. Such a fantastic night and we had Siobhan and Brendan, all the guys doing big, big work and uh, Ray Whelan as well for his gorgeous food. So uh, thanks to them for all their help, lads. So uh, Kenny B has gone to the Jacks. And uh, lads, make sure you just get stuck into them cans. Cardio, Penny Hill, Peachtree East, all the food. We're going to have an interval soon and we're going to get stuck into them. So. Up the Penny Hill. Who up the Penny Hill? <laughs> I'm Barrett, so I can't really. Peachtree. You're Barrett, you're getting sponsored from. Kenny B comes up to me in the suite on Friday and I was like, I'm only staying now, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, we're going to go with KB Force, Kenny Barrett. Kenny, your first time in the 1899 suite, were you impressed? That was a brilliant night, yeah. The last one as <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. I mean, uh, you, like you said, you're in Glasgow now, you're living in Glasgow, so you're an overseas hoop. Officially an overseas hoop, but you enjoyed the experience, yeah? That's a great addition to Rovers. We haven't had that. That's the first time there. Personally, and couldn't believe it. Scanning the ticket on the way in, you think I'll do a concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a real event, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a real brilliant. event. 
And uh, Dara said Shazzy stuck around to sh- like to shake everyone's hand. Razor stuck around to take a photo of everyone, including Kenny B, who had him in a headlock. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I believe I believe you met uh, you met uh, James Dillon. Uh, Trevor Clark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I congratulated him as Young Player of the Year, and then he told me he was James Dillon. <laughs> 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 An easy mistake to make because at first they used to both have braces at one point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had a, a, other results. Galway were relegated, so no more locker room lads unless they get promoted and they have to get to the cup. Uh, listen, we'll sort. Hopefully they get back up and uh, they lost four three at home to Dundalk, so they pull up a fight. And another trademark chip from Patrick McElhaney. That's nine points. Patrick McElhaney hasn't been mentioned. I think people just really realistically thought it's unrealistic for him to. He's linked. Yeah, he's a smashing, smashing. Do you reckon? I'd love to sign him. He's too good. He's fucking fantastic. Same person told me we were signing around the film last year. Told me that McElhaney was going away. Winning the show. I'd love to sign him. Melbourne City. What a player! Yeah, what a player. So. Like I said, lost four three to home to Dundalk and another trademark chip for McLean. Maloney, you weren't happy with Kenny's team selection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me that. Full full strength team. I like, text on that on pri- privacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like like we said, we, we've spoken to this earlier. Uh, Look at the team Carfield put it like exactly, a pats. Exactly, the yeah. want to make their card. Yeah, the team that <coughs> Carl put it, but they were still drunk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Galway said they're in a critical financial situation and it might be their last game they ask fans to pay in. They sell the best player to Rovers. Oh, That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Is that one of the worst decisions the club yeah. has ever made in years? And, then, and, yeah, they're, and now they're struggling they financially. They the money, though. Yeah, they need the money. Kept them going for a while. Was the second bid that Yeah, Rovers had to up their bid, yeah. Right, so they asked season ticket holders to pay into the ground on Friday, and hopefully hopefully they overcome their financial troubles. I mean, Galway are a good club, and they treat us perfectly. They treat us like humans, put it that way. And we're going to other results. Balls. Dressing us up. So Balls beat uh, Finn Harps 3-1 They finished 5th Ahead of Bray And we got Cork beating Bray 1-0 And Cork are presented With the league trophy afterwards We Derry won all with Pats Drogheda nil all with Sligo So still no home win Since April for Drogheda And the RT News That was against us by the way Yeah that was against us Yeah, The last time they won 2-1 Cork are presented In front of an empty stand Yeah Who decided that Who fuck up was that I mean come on So the RT News at 1 uh, It didn't mention The final round of games They just had a bit On Harry Kane's injury so I mean that's what you're dealing with. That's what you're up against when you have RTE who won't promote the last the last massive day in football RTE in Ireland. RTE Relegation RTE battle going RTE to the wire. And the champions rookie. are getting the trophy and they talk about hurricanes. Well, I think you've ruined the, the, the head of sport. BBC News line up north. And they're yeah. over. Yeah. Well, they're they're over the we were only talking about this yesterday. Five o'clock. They're better off Five o'clock yesterday. We had it was hilarious because Cliftonville scored. They won three nil. Two twenty penalties yeah. in that game. Yeah. But, but there's lads looking at the phone behind the goal. Did he didn't even watch the penalty. penalty. Yeah. Yeah. But as you say, at least they cover the league. Yeah. You've yeah. got Jackie yeah. Fuller. Yeah. There. I don't know how he's still alive, but he's, he's still oh, covering it. There you go. So that's what you're. That's what you're <laughs> up against. You know? Harry Kane has a league of Ireland kind of connection. He's got his first goal against Rovers. That was his first ever goal. Great show here, Carl. You're sacked here, Maloney. Yeah, so um, so will we ever have a better chance to relegate Pats, Steve? No, that's it. I think they're going next down year. this season. 
Do you think so? Yeah, Right, so yeah, no, that, that was our best chance to relegate them. We kept them up. Seven points handed to them, I mean, on a play pretty much. So uh, a certain Bowles fan wasn't impressed with our hooligan trip to Linfield. Uh, <laughs> Kenny, did you know that? Should get him on the show. Yeah, so I wasn't even on that trip. Are we even? Should we even be giving them the time of day? You know. Well, he obviously listens in. Like he does listen. If Bowles had a podcast, I don't think. Be bothered to fucking no, listen. Know, you know, know. It's sad. So it remember, just shows how obsessed they are. Uh, if Bowles had a podcast, it'd be called the Lower Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember, Jim Bowles, it was comedy gold. If they had a podcast, do you imagine what it'd be like? You're all in fighting and everything. Great. <laughs> Right, so we uh, we'll move on now. Oh, by the way, on uh, on our memorabilia, like we've got the Linfield chair in the wall. Bernie suggested that we get the umbrella from Inchicore. The umbrella hang down the wall, yeah. I think that's the only match he was ever at. I think so. Yeah, it's Kenny. The best memorabilia on that wall. The best memorabilia on that wall is from. Gary Twig, two one. Ah, what a what a photograph! You're in it there on the left. I'd say that's that's probably favourite favourite memory in Tala. And Steve wasn't there because he went to a wedding. Do you know what? Do you know what? Funny story, right? Vinny Vinny Collins Vinny Collins fell into the bowl section, right? And we had to drag him out. And why we were dragging him out? He was saying, "Let me at them! Let me at them!" Vinny Collins, the oldest hooligan in town. The second captain's podcast. Yeah, the presenter is in there somewhere. There is a couple of. Yeah, it's a fantastic photo. I think the my favorite part about that photo. I think somebody can tell me who it is. He's Cicero on the forum. Yeah, the top right corner. Martin Moore is the best thing about that. Pure ecstasy and. Adelaide, that's that's my favourite thing about that photo. Why do you notice that, Neil? Yeah. 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 That's Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. The only good is that man. Man, man was good. Man's the man, yeah. Very good. Earmost prof. I've fallen out of favour very fast here. So, we're going to talk about silly season, lads. We're going to talk about silly season now. It's officially begun. So, we put up a poll and we've been talking about it for a good bit of the podcast. So, our poll, we had new signs. 161 voted for McMillan, 71 for Dane Massey, 63 for Ogbeni, and Ronan Murray and Fudd Sule were toured and fourth. So uh, on the forum, Taha Hoops suggests a lone goalkeeper from Arsenal and maybe a look at George Kelly from UCD who netted 17 goals. So, Some people replied saying, well, look at Oscar Janssen. Although he was our young player of the year, but he had a horrendous start. Yeah. He was yeah. a loan from Spurs. And then we had Shields and Gartland sign a new contract with Dundalk. And I'm happy enough with that. People were talking about Gartland come to Rovers. I don't think he'd fit into our current setup. And uh, Supple signed a new deal. We were linked with Supple as well, and he signed a new deal with Bowles. And all, only three brave players are in contract, so Aaron Green is one of them. And I honestly think that, I know he's on the list of hatred, but Aaron Green's going to be a hoop next season. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, put it on Aaron Green. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, lads. Apparently, he's a. Brad's has a big fan. I'll give him one thing, he's got pace and power, but he's, a, he's still a boss. Aaron Green has a temper as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he, if he signs a fairness, he's here, bollocks him again. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it is. It's, I think it's going to happen. Can you take him off this stage? I don't know. How awkward is that? Baloney, let him out. So, Aaron. Um, yeah, so that was on the forum as well. And lads, the forum is still alive, so do not let the forum die. It's still a fantastic media for 
Justice for my post. I don't know if he listens, lads. Does he? Fairness now, though. Fairness now, the forum. The forum is great, but it's like everything. Bit dating now. What's your name on the forum? Kenny B S R F C, isn't it? Kenny. That makes sense. S R F C Crumman. S R F C Crumman. That's him. What's D? Are you on? Yeah, S S B S R F C. S S B. He's a post. He's the quiet man. We should have asked everybody. Only material. Why can't my post around the podcast? So we're going to go for our three questions now, and we have Steve. Give us your player to you. I think it has to be Finn. Shaw was obviously great, and he works hard. But Finn has been class. I was very skeptical when he signed. Not when he signed, but when he's given the armband. Like, we uh, all were though. We were all thinking, oh, is he yeah. able? He but definitely he stepped, stepped up. up. And he's been really good. And give us your highlight of the season. Um, I suppose that's be Galway, eh, doesn't it? Ah, oh, what a trick! Yeah. You just what ruined my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and number one on your hit list. Give us who do you want in? Well, we need a goal scorer, and I was thinking McMillan, but what Carl was saying, if we could somehow land land Abbott, I don't know that oh, he, he just again. he signed, for he signed team, recently for I think it was yeah. Newport, is it maybe somewhere along? Like, I could be wrong, but he's uh, he has we moved. We need a goal scorer. We need someone that's. And he was quoted recently saying that the team, the only two teams he'd never celebrate against are Shamrock Rovers and Grimsby. Grimsby that's right. Yeah. He had a big big affiliation with Grimsby there, so. Probably um, twenty nine now. Yeah, no, he was in the same. Twenty nine. He was in the same league as me when we were playing ball. Yeah. He was, so he's definitely still yeah. he's, he's got a few, couple of goals and also Kenny give us your player of the year Kieran Tierney uh, James <laughs> Dillon I thought he was brilliant <laughs> 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 such a young lad like great player great left back obviously maybe seven games this season have been, yeah. so I can't really comment and it was, don't see enough and then when I am over there's a few beers and boys like, yeah, so. the football takes a back seat <laughs> well give us your highlight highlight of your seven games that you've been Galway away it has to be it was a brilliant trip we went on the the ultras bus good lads we were the oldest lads in town on the bus in France because mm. Forky didn't go that day <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was unbelievable wasn't it brilliant trip like, we were hugging each other outside the same like we won the league it was, it was a good old school trip wasn't it uh, just listen to endure this there's a lot of tech house on the way up they probably oh, did yeah. the, 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 the season I missed the flight Dundalk yeah. away. Yeah. No, I missed that flight. do you know what you should just announce when you actually get your flight <laughs> not when you miss it but uh, and give us uh, <laughs> number one on your hit list for who you want to take in this next season for Rovers to take out will be Anto Proctor <laughs> <laughs> but again I don't see it off the league from other teams and that's so. a I'll go along the same lines as what you were saying. Podge, I'd love to see him yeah. back in the hoops. It'd be good, it'd be good to see um, him back, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. I dare say, James Mooney. He's with Orient now and he's... Dave, 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 Dave Mooney, yeah. Dave Mooney. He's with, That's a controversial one. He's with, he's with Orient now and captain there and... I think he'd do a job for us. We need a goal scorer. Yeah, we certainly do. No offence, Shawzy. Yeah, no, Shawzy's the man. But listen, we're challenging Shawzy right now. Okay, here's the challenge. Tears the East End challenge for Shawzy. 20 goals next season. Can he do it, boys? Yeah, he can. Of course he can. He's well able. How many times did Shawzy hit the woodwork this year? And there you go. If he hasn't at the end, he'd be looking at 20 goals. Good chill. If Shawzy's 20 plus, there's no way he'd be playing League of Ireland. That's what I was saying to you. Like He'd be a Premier League player. We need that poacher back to the I think so. Everything else yeah. Some games too you wouldn't yeah. seem interested, but he'd always be there in a Pop six up in ninety a minute. Yeah. So we'll go back to our survey now. We've question eleven. So how many episodes did you listen to this season? And the majority of people said ninety one. They said all of them, and they've heard most of the episodes. It's eighty said that you have heard of. Uh, sorry, thirty three said half. Twenty seven said some, and two people said they only tuned in for monthly badness. So. 
Um, question 12. <laughs> who, who, was your, who was your favourite Monthly Madness guest? So unsurprisingly, Pat Flynn ran out with this one with 60% of the votes, 139. Uh, 38 voted for Jason Maloney, the biggest Yay! club. We <laughs> <laughs> 29 for Paul O'Connell and Dan Fulham and 23 for Charles Ray Wilson there's a story about that Jason Rowling because by coincidence I met Heinze coming back from an Aberdeen game there when I was coming over on Thursday night and he said they have a group chat with Ray Wheel and, the, and Maloney put a vote for me I'm in the group chat <laughs> 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 so um, yeah so and then Ray Wilson was twi- with 23 p- people chose Ray so uh, right so that's it for the that's, <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for the for the brothers Graham thanks lads and uh, thanks for having us so next up it's time for the Connollys come on down John and Karen John making his second appearance of the night First was an impromptu appearance. Impromptu. Hey, drink so get me on before I drink any more cans. Sure. Where's the 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 so Karen and uh, John, well done on the money that you raised. Over four K, I believe. Wow. Four thousand two hundred, to be precise. Absolutely fantastic effort, lads. Well done. Say thanks to all you people. Um, the people that are here, the people that's out there. Um, we get the money down to James's hospital during the week. It'll go to the oncology ward upstairs and for the ignorant people don't know what oncology is <laughs> that's for people that have cancer down there that's where my own wife goes so she's more than happy to send the money to do a big presentation check next Wednesday with us down there and listen anytime you need anything like that or anybody wants to come to Tesla East Down with anything got to do with fundraisers for anything like that we're 100% behind it and definitely come and talk to us about it we will be behind you 100% to support these fest. so give us a round of applause for uh, Four grand, four grand, and, and, uh, and John. I could have just say, lads. In case ahead, you think four thousand is not much money, but just say this: you the the lad down there, Jamie. He's a Pats fan. Won't hold against him. But you have a good mm. buzz with him. He's in charge of fundraising. And I said to him Friday morning, I says, "There you go, uh, Jamie. There's four thousand for you. Bet you you wish you could get that every day." And he says, "John, if I could get that every month, I'd be happy." That's how sad it yeah. is. You know, to give him that, it, it meant an awful lot to him down there. Yeah. So, no, oh, no, it does. It Again, does. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah, no yeah. problem. So, uh, I was just going to say, uh, Gary Shaw has fired back over your criticism of him in the, <laughs> oh, in the quiz. In the quiz, yeah. So, is this field going to continue? <laughs> is there any end to this field? Well, I'm sure we could carry on. Um, <laughs> the way things are going, I mean, <laughs> John, you want to play Darts there? You're a better finisher. <laughs> no, I can't play anymore, innit? You know, um, brought the Darts and all with me, but that was for earlier. I thought Gary might have put an appearance in when he heard about the challenge going out there. Big John over here. Oh, the darts are still going. Are you confident going into this match with Johnny Bruce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I couldn't throw a dart after two points. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Johnny Bruce was saying you couldn't throw a dart anyway. Happens to the best, was Sean. So, uh, Karen, who's your money on? For what? 
For the for the grudge match, the dirt super match tonight. Oh, Johnny Blue. Johnny Blue. Let's not put the money on Johnny Blue now. Having about five or six points. So, uh, John, has dirt ever interfered with you following the hoops? Was there ever a clash considering you you were a, 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 a mainstay years ago? Unfortunately, I'd have to say, yeah, because um, during my career, um, because as I mentioned earlier on podcasts, um, I had a few moments, you know, of madness, Fallian Rovers and things like that, and then I was avoided by a judge to maybe um, <laughs> give up your career for a while, maybe five years. And, um, <laughs> good advice, good advice. It, it was, so I had to find something else to do for them five years. So you years. decided to throw pointy things? I decided I'd play that. No, we had kids instead. <laughs> no, no, uh, we, I, we actually did start playing darts. I found out something that was fairly good at, so... Um, yeah, took it up and took it serious and made a few bob and wore the old green short and things like that. So there, that was, was, that? there was certain things. I mean, sometimes you'd be travelling up north to play darts up there and interfere with a match and things like that. What do you do? You know, it's, it, it's hard. You give a commitment to teammates, you have to stay with them. Everyone knows what it's like. So, for yeah. my sins, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I did. But do you know what? I'm back big time in the last probably what the last 20 years 25 years and nothing interferes with me fighting rovers no matter what it is that's the way it should be though yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. one of the people John and Karen when we had you on the show last time we were talking about the FAI Cup and <coughs> you were saying John jinxed it with his rovers for the Cup thing yeah. maybe he did he said jinxed like, it would you go <laughs> to the FAI Cup final even though Rovers was not in it or was it too heartbreaking no, won't go. I know McDerrick goes, don't know if other people do, but... If I got a free ticket, I'd go. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah. 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 So, that is great value. I'd watch on the telly. Well, we have gone for the last six years, something like that. Yeah. 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 That is brilliant value, though. Tenor. Oh no, don't get me wrong, it's, yeah. it's 10 euro, like, everyone should go. Oh, we get what you're coming from, though. I mean, it, it, we, we know what you're trying to say. It's, it's tough, it considering hard. that semi-final defeat, it, so it is tough. Yeah. so close, so... Um, so we're going to take votes now, Carl, from the audience. Yeah, well, there's a lot of players we could do. But this is this, this picked is controversial. Out, we picked out four. Wait, so we picked interest. out four players, right? Player is we're going to go for Sam Bone. Show of hands if you'd like to hold oh, on yeah. to Sam Bone. Yeah. 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 Right, so yeah. out, of, out of a dozen or so people here, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The majority of people, nearly ten people, want to hold on. So let's let's talk about Sam Bone then, like. Right, so it's Sam. Only, yeah. It's only nineteen. Right, so Sam Bone, what do you what do you think about him? The, I remember the first time I seen him as passing alone. Like I think he played in his his debut. He played against Luke, and I think it was. Yeah, no, I I think he's a good player. I mean, he's he's got a bit about him. He had a bit of a mare on the weekend against against Limerick, but well, I keep him as a midfielder, maybe not as a. Yeah, we don't know. We don't even know is is a uh, is. is he said he'd never played position. there before no. this season. Yeah. Yeah. How many times did the looks of Sam get a chance, say, three, four matches on the truck? Never. You know I mean? no. It's never been consistent, no. has it? It's so hard. No, he didn't. It really come. is so hard to get into the Rovers team. You can say and the same about a lot of players, like yeah, O'Connor, Boyd. Yeah. None of them got a run of games. No. And um, no. then you try to figure out what's his best position, whatever. Oh, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> the innuendo is flying yeah. here. Yeah, I think we should have we should have we should have called you. Okay, well let's move on. Yeah. Right, so <laughs> okay, so John, we're gonna ask you about. He's a real stand-up so. guy. <laughs> 
Right, so we're going to move on to Ryan Connolly now, John. Give us your thoughts on Ryan. Right, lads, Thank show of hands. Who wants to keep Ryan Connolly? You. Right, we've got two out of about more than a dozen, so two. No, Ando put his hand down, Ando bottled it. No, no, no. Lee Barrymore and Ando Proctor, they want to hold on to it. And John Connolly. So, John, tell us about Ryan Connolly. What do you think about Again, it was mentioned earlier. Look, the chap came to us great prospects. But when you do get an injury, none of us know how bad an injury like that does affect you. I know one thing, you know, you laugh about it, but your toe does affect your balance. Right, as the guys on the pitch, and you can say, "Oh, yeah, we saw what it was like with him, but out there." But to me, when he's out there, he gives a hundred percent, maybe a hundred ten percent. He really does. The manager loves him, and he has him out there doing a certain job. We say, "Oh, he's he's doing sideways football. He's not doing this. He's not doing that." But at the end of the day, don't forget the manager is telling the player what to do out there in the pitch, so the player can only do what the manager's telling them. Uh, to, I mean, no, you, can, to you can agree. You can agree to that to a certain extent. We need to upgrade certain yeah. positions. I think he's one that we can upgrade on. Well, I'd, I'd possibly agree. I say, look, if you want to be really ruthless, you say, right, well. I Maybe. think that's what we need to be, yeah, though, yeah, don't I'm, we? I think so. I, I mean, think we do need to be real. Yeah, yeah, I much prefer Bulger over him. Yeah, yeah. yeah put it that way. But as cover, I think as cover, and he can cover a few areas. Yeah. So you want to be a squad player? Let's not forget, he's only a young lad as well. Yeah, very true. Very true. I know he's got a massive beard. Okay, so so that's that's our thoughts on Ryan Collie. We're going to move on now, lads. A show of hands, and we're going to go for Cameron King. Keep him. If you want to keep him, raise your hands. Right, so we've got three, four, 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 being pushed over, yeah, he's a bit couldn't soft. pass the ball. He kicked himself in the face at one stage. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, though. Well done, Cameron, though. I've tried to kick himself in the face. I can't do it. He shot himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can bleed. He could have changed the game. He had a horrid game. He can bleed. I'll tell you what. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Lee has officially hijacked the show, right? We thought it'd be Kenny. We thought it'd be Maloney. We have to the end, right? So he has hijacked the show, so he gets a scarf. Now, poor old Cameron lost his head against Sundar. Yeah, and his head went great. completely. I know yeah. what it's like in a football game. <laughs> you lose your head. I've done it enough times. Yeah. And the ball bounces off you every time. Do you know what I reckon is going on with Cameron King at the moment? I think he's been playing. The, he's played solidly in the last two or three games now. I think it's a trial of fire for him. I reckon Brad's just playing him up for this. And he's thinking, yeah, this is his yeah. trial right now. Yeah, so For, the, Forky made a good point there. Forky has said that. Hold on, lads. Keep down, lads. Keep down. It's one player, definitely, but. Forky's made a great point there saying that how much what? football has he played? He's played for Tetford Town and in the, in the ninth level of at the ninth level yeah. from the province. Like so, even, dear Silver's there. So if you give him in, 
if he gets more experience in the League of Ireland, he's going to get better, hopefully, anyway. Mm. But where are we in the position to give players no, this, no, these no. chances? Well, you can see potential there. We can see potential so it, it is, it's a, it's, it's a tough one to go on, but listen, um, that was about was five people out of maybe 15. By the way, why are we rewarding people for hijacking the show? Yeah, I know. Why are we giving them scarves? Right, so we're going to go on to, uh, we, we're going to talk about secrets from the East End now, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't buy the golden goals? Oh, so uh, Carl, you are going to talk about the first episode. Yeah, we talked about doing the first episode of the podcast for about three months. I think we, I think it, it, it was born in Johnny Blues, and we talked about. I think it was it was towards Christmas, and I said to you, I said, Carl, let's just do a yeah. fucking podcast." Yeah, we, we, had, we had two pages in this notepad that we stared at for three months. Yeah, that was it. That, that was that was pretty much it. So and even up to the last two days, I was thinking, "Are we actually going? Are do we going to do this?" Yeah. So and we just went for it. So uh, we had Simon Madden who took questions from the East End twice. He was the first player to ever take the quiz. But afterwards, we decided that more football questions and more things about themselves. So we actually scrapped Simon Madden's first one, and he had been on about it. He'd been saying it to us that, listen, it wasn't fair, because I think we hammered him with some really hard questions. Dave McAllister so. came out to me and was like, controversial. Controversial, yeah. And then, uh, Carl, episode 27, you want to talk about that? Yeah, episode 27 of our show, the one where we reviewed the Shelburne game. We had to record that twice. Absolutely. So In, in, in full, full. Yeah, so Carl... What we did was we made a mistake with the sentence, and it, was, it sounded like that League of Ireland weekly show last week. <laughs> so I, I was in, like straight down to Johnny Blues, and we'll do the show, right? It's so we so we recorded, <laughs> so we recorded the show, and then that was it. So Carl gets on to me and he says, "Listen, you're gonna have to come back down. We'll do the whole <laughs> show again. We put the fucking wrong sentence oh, on the mic." Oh. So we had to do the whole thing again. Yeah. And you had to start drinking again. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. We had to have a few more, more cans. It's an awful thing. So that was that. So that's the way it works. Imagine having to go session. We already gave you a prize for hijacking the show. Come on. So we have our top three most listened to shows are the third episode with we've Tomer and Trevor being quizzed and then we've got Pat Flynn with the Mundley Manus and third place is the Larry episode. So... Uh, Larry was quite controversial we'll be having a Larry part 2 next season as well might be a different Larry but we'll have something oh, on it oh, anyway. oh, 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 oh. I hope the next Larry actually goes the game <laughs> so Carl you were talking about Sean Hughes so our next season let's just listen to Carl and then tell me if you actually know this fella because we got a strange fella yeah. messaging us on our Facebook next, our right? next uh, secret from the East End no, no it's not even my post someone, no. someone called Sean Hughes on Facebook. He died last week. <laughs> okay. How oh, much? We'll have a minute silence. Sean Hughes on Facebook has sent us 17 videos, 10 pictures, some of himself standing in various public places, nine waves, and a thumbs up. And we don't know why. We've never responded to any of these messages. And he is harassing us. Sean Hughes. Apparently he's a Rovers fan, but listen, we don't, we don't know what the story is. Him standing at the train station. Oh, not even in the ground. Like like right? Randomness. Like him standing beside like a, someone like my post like this train station. It's like him. Like someone dressed as a leprechaun, he stand beside and get caught with him. Like why are you sending us this? This is just random. But um, you just lost it. Well, that's all I'm saying. You have made it. Yeah. Right. So that was that was Sean Hughes and. We have him on Facebook. 
Carl, uh, have you noticed that Carl has never said the word fuck on the podcast? Carl, the prof has never said the word fuck on the podcast. He lives in Crumlin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. Gary wasn't in contention. The, the mean streets of Crumlin. The mean streets. <laughs> Roy has to actually walk all the way through. And Cambridge. Forky walked from Sandy Mountain. Roy, we're going to have a little interval now. Before you have the field, what do you think? Listen, the two boys here deserve 100% recommendations for what you have done. Yeah. You have Ah, up fair play, John. Thanks, John. Listen, it's, it's a labour that we love it, though. That's the thing. Oh, John's coming back. Sponsored by Peaches. 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 That's it. <laughs> we're going to have a break and we're going to eat all that lovely food. <laughs> We're back. Game on. Right, that was the end of all done. We've eaten the peach tree yeast food. It's been gorgeous. <laughs> and we've drank all the Cornell food. From the Cornell Hill. Right, so, um, lads, there's a, what we're just going to say about this time in 2009, Rennie passed away. So we're going to raise a glass to yeah. Rennie. Great show. Great show. Great show. That was Forky's idea, lads. Michal O'Pogon. Michal O'Pogon. So, raise a glass to Rennie. And he won't have approved of this sort of carry on. Yes, he will. Right up his street. So, lads. He had a podcast from using the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good story, Rennie. Good, you have a good story. Do you want to sit down? We have a story about Rennie. We have a story about Rennie. Kenny, get up there and tell us a story. Kenny and Rennie. Like you know about me, I was on my way to work with me and I'm pussed. Oh, that was rare. So Anto texted me. <laughs> Anto texted me and said, Rovers were playing in the League Cup against Waffles United. Do you want to go to the game? So I'm halfway to town. I started at two. It was about one o'clock. I said, yeah, fuck it. Let's go to the game. So we got one way ticket to Waterford. Bottle of vodka on a train. Grand. So we would no way back. So we're looking around the crowd. I think did we lose? Did I give you a lift home? Rennie did. That was me. That was you driving, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we asked Rennie anyway. Any chance of getting home with so lift home and 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 he supplied the wacky tobacco too so we had a great trip home and that's the story rest in peace ready 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 and uh, there was another one here as well as well uh, i was asked to raise this issue right lads it's a big one we've got fullback madden or gannon right i'm gonna ask for a show of hands would you prefer madden at roy full it's a tough one. Oh, that's a 50-50. Come on, Karen, put your bleed. Hey, up or down? Come on. So we madden our gun, so we force four show of hands as well. We got madden. I'm gonna put mine up. So we've got eight eight hands up, and give us hands up if you want gun. I'm going to put my hand up for that as well. Okay. That doesn't make sense. So it's, it's, it's pretty much split. So 
uh, that's that's a that's a, that's a great show by Maloney. He asked. Right. So uh, next up, lads. Do you know what? You might as well have hosted this thing, Lee. <laughs> Lee, take a seat and Anto Proctor. Let's go. Fucking dumber, dumber. Oh, here we go. I, I was hoping to be on six cans previously. Who let this fella on the mic? Right. So, Lee, you finally made the Johnny Blows. What do you think? It's great. I'm glad I've gotten. The golden ticket to Johnny Blue's Rovers factory. <laughs> I feel like a young Willy Wonka's apprentice. Yeah. We had you on the show before, Bonnie, for a short time. And it was actually sober that day. Yeah, you were driving. Yeah, I think it was the first game of the season. It was sober. Tell us, uh, tell and we won as well. Tell mm-hmm. us how you got into following Rovers. I got into following Rovers from my dad. Uh, my dad. Anyone who knows my dad. Yeah. Can we give a shout for me, dad? Yeah. It's a pleasure to be one of my old lads, Tadpoles. <laughs> so uh, he's, he's a Rovers legend. He's going to Rovers now. He's going to Rovers since Milltown, and um, he got you home. You know, he stopped going for a few years. He moved out to Donaghy, and public transport wise, he wasn't driving at the time, and he couldn't get there. But he, he got us back into it um, when we started playing in Santry, Believe it or not, when most Rovers fans stopped going, we kind of got into it. And um, like it was soulless at the time, absolutely. Yeah. So, and do you know what? Though? I was about eight years old, and I thought this is magnificent. But funny enough, the only the reason that kind of got his arse in gear was uh, my brother's mates were starting to bring him to Bowes games right. and Shelburne games because they were playing like uh, glorious uh, European games. Yeah. And uh, he came home, my brother came home one night and he's like, Dad, you want to see the Bowes fans tonight? They were fucking deadly. And my dad turned around and goes, oh, all right, fuck this shit. We're going to the Rovers next week. He's talking yeah. about Bowes. And to be honest with you, we went to the first game in Santry. I think it was a 3-2 win against Derry. But we literally went from going to no Rovers games to going to every single Rovers game. And I've been going on the Hoops I see for about seven or eight years now. But before that, for five, six solid years, my dad literally drove us to every ground in the country. You stick on the fall, you stick on um, the blades. Yeah, so and, you'd have and, the tunes pumping. And we'd have a few cans, don't tell me, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say to young Jane. Jane's up there now. I'll say to him, what happens at Rover stays at home. Don't tell your mother. And all jokes aside, uh, the away trips with the owl and the car were as good as uh, the, the, the matches with the, on, on the bus, on the hoops. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. So that means a lot to me as well. My dad's a legend. The boys know my dad's a legend. He had a Subaru legacy at one stage, which meant we used to, we done Dublin to Cork in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was sponsored by Tracy Chan. And we were there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we were sponsored by P3 East. <laughs> Be honest with you, we were sponsored by McCarty's and Donovan. <laughs> right, so uh, we'll move on. We're going to go to the three questions. We'll go to Ando first. Yeah, Ando, Ando, yeah, we'll talk to Ando. Ando's actually sitting beside us, we're ignoring him the whole time. So, Ando, um, give us. Welcome to the South Side. Give us, yeah, welcome to the South Side. Give us your thoughts on this season. Player of the year, first of all. Very enjoyable. Most enjoyable seasons is and I'm the most negative fucker I know. Yeah. So just Michael O'Neill left it's the most enjoyable season. Yeah, definitely agree with you. Definitely agree with you there. Positivity back to the sporters as a connection yeah. to the fans. Yeah, big we time. don't have we don't have mercenaries in the team. No Kenny mm. Brennan's. No, no Kenny no Brennan's. Brennons. Nothing like that. We're all back Paris? together. <laughs> and and give we're us back in Europe. We have a good away trip to Europe this season. 
Anyway, go to my trip to Europe next year. Keep on the penny bank. Anyway, that's it. So, uh, give us your player of the year. Who's your player of the year? Rowan O'Fane, definitely. Rowan O'Fane all day. Rowan O'Fane, I'll tell you why. When he left us two years ago, I thought he'd gone stale. He hadn't done that and he yeah, didn't yeah. want to get on the ball, didn't want to oh, That's a great show actually. He nice been, show. Been, no, Nutsy was, play, play, no, no, was playing about wide. Nutsy was playing about wide. A man with something to prove. He came back with something to prove. Every time now he gets the ball, he turns away, goes forward, wants it. And give us your highlight of the season. Staining the Lancer Senior Cup from Talca Park. We'll steal all your clothes. We'll steal all your clothes. Right, so tell us this. Shush, shush, shush. We need to hear the story. So tell us what happened. Well, one of the mates, a big Shelbourne fan, he's a big gag as well. So he went out about half ten on Saturday morning. Right. And went out scooping all day. Rang me about seven o'clock. He had been out scooping all day. Woke up. I thought, trying to get on to watch Shelbourne? No. <laughs> <laughs> Said okay. every person that was born in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you count Troncondra? Okay. And then we wander in at, say, halftime. Right, I'll do that. Went in at halftime. Got in for free. And at the end of the game, and everyone here, here knows the Baron Talker Park is a brilliant football bar. Yeah. yeah. There was loads of loads of Fairna yeah. Bremen fans in there. Yeah. There was loads of new loads of sound loads of sound. <laughs> all of a sudden all of a sudden all of a sudden the Lenter Senior Cup comes in because they'd won that a week previously. So everyone everyone was like getting photographs of that. <laughs> it was down on the pool table and it was having the talk back now it's the pool table and after everyone had that photo he got quiet and said to himself no that's going home with me <laughs> <laughs> of all the women in the place you picked a shot of me <laughs> fuck the women so, there, was, there was a Tesco one of those long life Tesco bikes <laughs> so it, <laughs> Tesco bag off the table. Uh, here, I'm putting that. The lens of the cup off the pill table and I put it under the back. And some lad taps me on the back and he goes to me, What are you doing there? I'm playing a joke with me, mate. Don't tell him. Don't let him I said, Okay, yeah. So I stuck it under the pill table and about an hour later, my mate comes back, he's after me and sick in the jacks. And I just go, I thought, We have to go, we have to go. I'm not feeling well. Okay. So I pulled out. Back out from under the pool table. <laughs> I was walking around, the back of the pool table. I had to tap a couple of people in the showers, warned them in, Owen Harry. Owen, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> out the door. It brings a new meaning so, to get your bag, look at your coat, you pull. <laughs> so for five nights in October, it was that Lancer scene at Cup Channel.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say, don't ask me any more questions because I'm going to let the side down after that. Yeah, that was absolutely He's done. He's done. And I just dropped the mic and he's done. He doesn't need the questions. He's way beyond. He's far beyond any questions. That was the questions. So, Barney, uh, we got your player of the year. You said Ronald Finn. Give us your highlight of the season. I didn't say Ronald Finn. You did? Did I? No, I don't know. Did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anton said Ronald Finn. Anton said Ronald Finn. Who's your player of the year? The fourth half you said that. Who's your player of the year? To be honest with you, my player of the year is Gary Shaw. As I said before, I loved him before it was killed to love him. I don't know, Gary Shaw. Gary Shaw, he has everything as a striker. He needs a few more goals. I think he gets them. To be honest with you, how many times did he hit the woodwork this year? True, true. He has and one. he's only a young man as well. What's he? He's 24, 25. 25. If he keeps hitting the ball, he's going to get brain damage. Here's the thing. The answer, to the, the answer to the next question is Dave McMillan. Who do you want to sign? That was yeah. actually the Turing question, but go on. No, no, no. no, no, no tell yeah. us why. Tell us why. He wants to tell us why, lads. But when Dave McMillan was the same age as Gary Shaw, he wasn't as good a player as Gary Shaw is now. Oh, boy, boy, on boy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if Gary Shaw, if we give him two or three years, and he, as I said, he keeps hitting the fucking woodwork, that's not going to go on forever. <laughs> and that's if we, can, that's give if we can him, hold give, on to him. Give Shawzy two or three years, that. The apparent I, interest. I think you are looking at a 20 goal a season striker, but you're not only looking at a 20 goal a season striker, you're looking at the complete striker. Yeah. As someone said here earlier on, if Shazi was scoring 20 goals a season now, he'd be all he has to do is add more goals. He has everything else. Yeah. He's everything else. So give us your highlight of the season and then we'll get you out of here. The highlight is this. Do we actually run the muck in here? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you went to a match sober. Get your Johnny, dude. We didn't go to any match sober. And there's a few, but to be honest with you, everyone says games, so I won't go for games. It's a, um, the fact that we had managed to blood in our first academy season. We must have blood three, four, five serious yep. players. They're not prospects anymore. Your Aaron Baldrige, your Trevor Clarks. They're yeah. not. They're not prospects yeah. anymore. Yeah. They're fully fledged top league of Ireland strikers. Yeah, we've done yeah. that in our fourth season. So what are we gonna do in five years if these guys are? You know what I mean? Great show. So, no, great that's show. my opinion. Yeah, give, give it up for the Rosestone Project. Go, go, Rolling Stone Project. So we're going to get our thoughts. Uh, right, next up, lads, we have a we have a treat for you because we had Stephen Bradley picking his all-time eleven that he's ever played with. So uh, he picked his best eleven, and we're going to hear what Stephen had to say. Okay, I'm here with Shamrock Rovers manager Stephen Bradley and he's going to give us his all-time 11 from his playing career and say a bit on each player, why he was so good and why you've chosen him in your 11. So, over to you. Um, in, in goal, I've gone for, for Alan Manis. Um, for me, Alan was a big reason why we won the league when we won the league here. Uh, it just felt so safe for him and uh, comfortable and he was a top professional as well and he, he made all of us around him. I feel at ease when those crosses into the box so we were under a bit of pressure we always felt that, that Alan had our backs and, and I thought that was massive in the year we won the league here so Alan, Alan's my goalkeeper um, right back is, is Moritz Waltz I played with Moritz at Arsenal uh, he's still a very good friend of mine I went on to play for Fulham and, and a few other teams played a lot of games in, in the top leagues around Europe and, and uh, Moritz was 
a big German that, that could defend it was decent on the ball and, and uh, was very very disciplined like he understood his role and, and what he brought to the team and he was uh, he was a top top pro like so Moritz for me was uh, was the top top right back I played with centre halves I've gone with right side Dan Murray um, again there's other boys I played with at Arsenal or, or away and I just felt yeah. that Dan was um, again a top top player the year we won the league you know we he uh, was comfortable on the ball he led us but on and off the pitch he, he, he talked he understood the game he, he brought a bit of everything to the dressing room and at that point in time when we were trying to win a league I thought Dan was just what we needed and, and uh, again that's one of the reasons he, he stood out in my mind so yeah Dan Dan's right side uh, left side is Graham Garland uh, I played with Graham for a few years at Drotted and when probably he was at his best in this country and, and um, again Graham was a, a, a warrior a leader uh, headed everything, kicked everything, but he understood the game. But he could also play, and he, he's one of his biggest strengths was talking. And he could talk, uh, you know, me feel if you're in front of me, talk you through the game and explain to you left, right, where you should be, step forward, everything, and just help you through the game. And uh, I t- felt back then, when, again, when we won the league with Drott, I thought uh, Graham was top class, he was in the peak of his powers back then, and a really good centre half. Uh, left back of with Ashley Cole. I played with Ashley a lot uh, at Arsenal uh, before he, he he became who he was in the end in terms of a big big player. But he was top class in terms of when I was a young young lad breaking into reserves or youth teams or playing friendly. So the first team he looked after me and uh, obviously he was a top player going forward. He, he was so quick, dynamic. He used the ball. He created chances. He he could defend. He was small but could defend the back post really well. Uh, and was a natural leader, like you know, and, and uh, for me, he was the best left back in, in the world for years, and uh, it was a privilege to play with him, really. So, um, actually, be left back. Um, right midfield, right midfield, I went for Jermaine Pennant. Again, going back to my youth days at Arsenal, um, back then, Jermaine was probably the most exciting winger in the country. He was young, he was quick, he, uh, he was dynamic, he could cross a ball, he could. He could play, he could come inside, he could go outside, he did, could do everything. And, and um, for me, Jermaine, when he was uh, young, the test Arsenal, if you're a left back coming to the club, was play against Jermaine and trying and see if they're good enough. And, and the amount of left backs that came in and, and, and left fairly, very quickly because he was that good, you know. So um, uh, Jermaine was back then, he was, a, he was a top, top player, like, you know. Um, in centre midfield, I've gone for David Noble. Uh, David played a lot of games in the lower leagues in England. Uh, he was ca- he was captain for a large part of his career in the lower leagues in England. I played at my Arsenal for a few years. Uh, he played for Watford as well in the Premiership a few years back. Uh, he's the technically probably the most gifted player I've, I've ever seen in my life. Uh, he was six foot two, six foot three, could pass the ball both feet. His vision was unbelievable. Uh, could see long passes, short pass, could score a goal. Uh, could defend, could run, could do everything. Uh, probably should have had a better career. Should have had a better career than what he had in terms of he's still playing the league for a long time. But uh, could have went and played for England and Arsenal for a long, long time. You know, I think David would tell you that he didn't do enough at, at Arsenal to to fulfil that. But there was two or three years in the U teams where he was unplayable. And um, beside him, I have Cesc Fabregas. Uh, played with Cesc for a bit at Arsenal when he came in, and uh, I remember thinking when he came in. How good this kid was! He was uh, he was miles ahead of, of everyone at the club. You know, he was um, 
again, could do everything. I think Arsenal signed them after getting played the tournament and top scorer and the World Youth uh, Cup, World Cup, and uh, he was just a different level when he came in. Could do everything: run, pass, score goals, tackle. Uh, played with a freedom that I loved, and, and uh, so yeah, Sesk was was unbelievable. So he be in there, him and David, and uh, left side, left side. I went for David Bentley. Um, uh, me and Ben were in the U team all the way up together, and um, played a lot of games together, right up, a lot of tournaments together from the age of twelve, eleven, right up to twenty years of age. So I got to know him really well, and. And again, uh, up there was probably one of the most talented players I've ever seen in my life. He could do anything with football, left off, right foot, no problem to him. Could cross, could shoot, could finish, could create, was clever, understood the game. Uh, went on to have a good career. Uh, again, should have, in my opinion. If you had asked him back then, I would have said this fellow was captain England for a long, long time. He was that good, you know. And uh, I think he played for England back then. He went to Blackburn and then Tottenham. And, uh, had a really good career, should have had a better career in my opinion, but was was an unbelievable player, a really good fella. Um I can come across wrong to people, I don't know him, but uh, really, really good fella and, and a top top player. Uh, up front behind the front man is, is Bear Camp. I, I was lucky enough to, to play I don't know, a handful of times with, with Bear Camp in the reserves or in uh bounce matches or in first team friendlies in pre season. And the man was just a genius. He was, uh, he was just, just not much to be saying about him. He was just a genius in, in football terms. He seen the game so so quick. Uh, it was, it was a joke. He, he made things look so easy. Uh, it was really hard on young players, were really good with them. Um, really good with us when we went over to train or play with the first thing. Uh, looked after us and everything he done was just had a touch of class about it. He was a class man on the pitch and off the pitch, and. Uh, he was probably underrated at the time he played. If he played now, at I can only imagine what he'd be worth in terms of the silly transfer fees. He's he was a, a genius. So I loved watching him and training, loved playing with him and training and, and playing with him in games. Uh, he was just just class. And uh, up front, I, I played with a few front men, but the one was Twiggy for me. Uh, I loved the man. He, he got. Uh, I still go friends with him now. Talk, speak to him regular. Uh, I'm still meet up with him, but. He was the main reason we won a, what we won here because uh, amount of games we were hanging in there or, or should have got beaten and, and we knew in our heads as a group just stay together just stay tight to eagle score and and that was the case the year we won the league we just looked after each other and stayed together and and gave Twiggy one chance and when you give him one chance it was one goal and amount of games we won one nil or we were down one nil and came back to one two one because of him um, he just wanted to score goals and training. He was a terrible trainer in terms of uh, actually playing, but you put him in front of goal and training or anything, he was just ruthless. He just wanted to finish. He wanted to score goals. Uh, he could do a bit of everything. He could come to feet and link it. He could drop on the shoulder down the sides. And uh, for someone who's not the biggest, he ju- he jam- jumped about. I don't know. I've seen lads defend him six foot three, six foot four, and Twiggy's out jumped him. The score goals. I can remember one game at home. Bowls. I think yeah, we we launched the ball into the box from about 60 yards, free kick, and I don't know who was marking him. It was Jason McGuinness. Jason McGuinness marking him, and out of nowhere, Twiggy comes over the top of him and bangs it in the back of the net, and, and that that type of fight I brought to us, like, uh, and again, I think as a group, when you have that, and you know that you can um, stay together, stay in a game, and your centre forward will score a goal for you. 
it's priceless and, and Twiggy won us that league, you know, he was he was unbelievable and uh so humble were as well, like, you know, came into training every day, worked really hard and got on with his business. Uh, top top fella off the pitch but a top centre forward really. As good as anyone I've seen in front of goal. Right, so uh that was uh Bradshaw's best eleven, bit of a, like you said, Jason, bit of a name dropper. I think so. I was chasing Walsh with James. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, just to recap on that, he had Alamanis in gold. He had Morris Voltz at fullback with Dan Murray and Graham Garland centre half with Ashley Cole left full. He had Jermaine Pennant on the wing with David Bendley and uh, Cesc Fabregas and David Noble in the middle with Dennis Bearcamp and God up front, Mr. Gary Twig. So we just need to finish off our survey. So Jason, take a seat. Round two, the most quotable man in football. Let's go. Come on, take a seat there. You'd love it. You'd love the attention. He is round. So we're going to finish off our survey with question 13. What is your favourite part of the show, right? So the, the match review got 25%. Another close one this was. And we had questions from the East stand and the fan interviews and the player interviews. And then three people actually vote for the music. And then six said that the stats were their favourite, which made Carl very happy. <laughs> so a few people said and... Uh, they wrote all of the above. Someone said general chit-chat between yourselves and that. And so uh, the sponsorship product placement is funny. It was very partridge-esque. And uh, a couple of people said the list of hatred was good. And then we had one person said the discussion and slagging off of other teams and players. So uh, The main thing I learned from the survey is it's impossible to make everyone happy. Yeah. So like you said there, six people said the stats are their favourite part. But also six people said they want less stats. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, I, 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 yeah, like, yeah. Same, yeah. So you can't make every, can't make everybody happy. For me, I think the, the general ad libism. Hold on, lads, lads, let's just let Jason. The general ad lib stuff that goes on. I'm sure you have you have scripted stuff and just then you. We said, do go off the cuff quite a lot. Yeah. The, the, the podcast itself and it goes off in different tangents and it's cool because it's it's genuine, it's natural. Believe it or not, even though I'm giving so much grief over over the season, stats are brilliant. Some of the stats he brings out. Right, lads, I'm gonna say a thing about the prof, right? Carl, like Carl has done, right? He is, he is a legend, right? But Carl, like like I said, I know Carl all my life. We're our best pals all our lives. We live a couple of doors down with John Crumlin. We've done everything. We, uh, no, all our lives together going to wa- watching football doing everything right and then we Lost found and then, exactly exactly it was, pas- it was a passionate Spit moment ball, well, listen. oh I don't know if my man's doing and I don't know if I'm being wise but it's something that I was Down to, to to the prep and things like that. Like there's, he's, he's second to none, and yeah. he's an absolute he's diamond, a, a diamond. And Rovers yeah. are lucky to have him. Yeah, Rovers crazy. are lucky to yeah. have him. That's being honest. I know the players. So let's, let's give it up for the prop. Continue Just with the 40 and 
Yeah. How does he pull it out of the bag? Where did he get that from? Yeah, yeah. where? Well, he heard he signed a free contract with News Talk. Yeah, I tell you what, they'd be lucky to have him. Keep down the hush. They'd be lucky to have him. Actually, being there. Keep down the hush, right? I want to see him swim next general election. Many people voted for West West Common for Fianna Fáil didn't vote the last one. Right, I tell you what, I'm going to sum him up in one, right? We were chatting away last night and we were talking about the script, right? So I, so I was said to me, missus, my missus said to me, come on, we go out. No problem. My preparation last night was getting locked in Cassidy's with the Barretts. He was up all night doing the script. I miss that chairman. That's, that's, that's the prof for you. There you go. Absolute animal. An absolute animal for the stats, for preparation, for everything. So fair play, round of Right, so uh, Prof earns his wage and you're stealing a living. Stealing a living, there you go, like Stephen O'Donnell. So, uh, so that was it. We need to finish out the survey. It was the favourite yeah, part of the show. We did that. Make Carl happy with the stats. And a few people said other, and they said all oh, the above. Where we got with the right, question fourteen. So question fourteen. Do you know this, Jason? Actually, read it out loud. Don't to yourself. <laughs> And the features mentioned the previous question, something you would rather hear less of. Two, two people said yes. Twenty-four people said yes. What? They were deaf. So was the music talk at the end of the Paul O'Connell bit a bit unnecessary? Yeah, that's what people were saying. I like that. Why are you well, that? No, people didn't like that. I, I, I love the random music. No, I like that. I like I the the See, the music music. all has a, the music has a message every time. Yeah. The music isn't just put in because we like a song. Yeah. The music is put in because it's a mess. We need to talk with Paul and Dan, I think. Yeah. Wait, wait, so it was left field. There was no left field. That was completely yeah. random. I like that because. Yeah. <coughs> Where's the list? Sad for the slate. Go on. Yeah, there you go. See, we're happy with that. Go on, Jay. So we discussed so what, what was being good and bad about the show. Are we too keen to stats? I think we've answered that question before. Yeah. The stats are good, yeah. News about other clubs, always good, especially if it's near the mice. Uh-huh. Especially if you're robbing yeah. an insta senior club. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not one about Pats going down. I had a good joke about Pats going down. Um, I was with a girl the other day in the car. No way. We're getting a bit amorous, so we're kissing the corner and she says to me, will you kiss me where it smells funny? So I drove her to Inchy Corp. So we got predicting fans look, starting lineups, except when you don't pick Gary Shaw, where to go with. Not, not one of your best moments. Okay. Do you know what? Like I said, he was tired and I didn't drop him, I just rested him. The moves is good, in my opinion. The stats, yeah, we've mentioned stats. Not a huge fan of the Larry stuff. Ooh. Wasn't a huge fan of that. That must be one of the nice ones for Thought you were the Lardy Maloney. <laughs> I said Lardy Morphy stuff here, so you It's actually a moment. I don't think the sound effects are needed. Yeah, they do add to it. I'm going to keep going. I never saw the episode of Who are these people? Who are these people? Less music. Not that much. You could you could just like you could press stop at the end like yeah. McGarry says keep on hooping folks. You could just press stop. Uh, That's less music. Uh, Tiggy will be going yeah. to introduce interviews earlier on in the show. That's, that's a non-event. That just means that he 
don't have to listen to the whole thing. Mm. That's my post. These are these these are sort of people who like complain to Joe Duffy. Fuck's a Cara Devi wrote this a bit too many stats. How many times you mentioned stats? <laughs> and ninety five percent of the fucking questions. <laughs> How many times did you say it? No, no, no. Questions from the East Ants. A pleasure, TikTok. No, oh, my God. I was born I was born in Warsaw. Bloody fair, man. What age are you? Oh, and that's oh, all. Yeah, yeah. oh, no, I think we should give. Match review, we don't win. We always. Especially we don't win. Match reviews are more. It's like the oldest farm, right? What? We beat someone one in our two at home. Dead. There's two pages. When the other farm was at its peak. 18 to 25 years. If you get beaten one nil by bows, then there's fucking 20. And my, my post about 14. <laughs> that, was, that was all your multi-log. Yeah. Right, people who type essays. What's that about them? And finally, lads, this is not in the script. From my own point of view, I know John was switching earlier. I'll just say that to two years. It's been brilliant. Yes! The podcast this year, honestly. Yes. You, 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 but listen, it's still not one All we want to do is we want to make sure more people feel that. You feel the passion that that's what we have had to do that. What about the news that news tell you what they can't pay Can we not ask the prof? 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 Can General League chat, Rovers underage teams, or is there something you would like to hear? So 140 said no, 78 said yes. So 22 people wanted more General League chat. Nearly 20 people wanted more underage team stuff with underage interviews and that. Transfer rumours, old stories. With more about history of Shamrock Rovers and maybe a bit of background on how you became fans. Uh, give more credit to Bray Wanderers in the season that they've that, that they've had. That's random. Yeah. Uh, more rants. More rants. More rants yeah. on Peter Collins from the Prof. I'm on board with that. Yeah, Peter Collins is awful. I don't like him. He's like Joey reminds me of Rupert the Bear. He's an android. He's <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm on board. He's like Rupert. So the Bear. we got interviews with Stephen Kenny, Delaney, Frank Gavin. Can I interview Delaney? <laughs> Kieran Long said that he wants to interview Delaney. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to hold my tongue. A couple of people uh, want guests from other clubs. Enjoy the Harps fan, Bartley Ramsey. More about rival teams. Uh, every week we have a sort of well-known supporter talk about their favourite memories like Big Deck or the O'Dwyer Twins. Uh, several people asked for the Roadstone Project updates. The Roadstone Project. And we interview Rochi and Robbo on it and all aspects of the club. So... Um, we had a mention of fans outside of Dublin, talk about where they live, and then a couple of people wrote about current player manager interviews, and we just got that as well. We had Brando. We had the ultimate 11 of the Tala era. like that one. So who would, we know Twig is going to be top, right? So I'll ask, who am I looking around at? I'll ask Steve Barrett, right? We'll ask Steve Barrett, who would partner Twiggy up front in the ultimate Tala era so far? Tala era. Let's see, let's see that. The tough one. It does have to be Desi, in my opinion. Let go with that. Has anyone got anything different to say about that? I think so. It's it's hard. If you ask the same question next year, it'll be Graham Wool. You think so? 
Graham Barrett. Now, Graham Barrett's going to be League of World of Player of the Year next year. Right, so we've heard of here first. Barney, <laughs> Barney has said Rainbow going to be played here. So uh, they, a couple of people said they wanted a bit more in-depth uh, analysis about players' performances, and they said they were just nitpicking. So I think we, I think we give them enough stick as it is. If next opposition have a fan podcast or active online presence, perhaps a ten-minute exchange of views. Now we wanted to do this. We've been reaching out to our podcast now, in particular Cork, right? We won't want to do it then because they slated us at the start of the season, right? And yeah, the Cork one because um, what was their problem again? They said that we were very unprofessional. Yeah, they said we were very unprofessional in our comments because I I went off on one about John Coffee. He looks like. Yeah, the Limerick podcast as well. They're good guys. They, they, I think they just never got back to us. So I think they're pretty good. Actually. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, and the Longford lads between the stripes, they're they're good lads as well. So I mean, they enjoy what they do as well. So it's all about finding people that have that have similar interests. You know, so, the game is Gary Shaw. The game is Gary Shaw exactly. Yeah. So we're happy enough with that. Uh, just more shy talk people like that people like the shy talk rotating regular fans and journals in for match reviews like other podcasts like McDara and Maloney and Joe's those, the types of those lads and then we have the Beard Watch Beard Watch Brad's Beard Watch is popular John Coffey John Coffey Someone asked for Coffey's watching the live uh, <laughs> someone asked for yeah so John what were you saying Carl someone asked for uh, more cans being opened yeah people wanted more cans being opened I don't mind that I can do that we, uh, more interviews from other managers we enjoy Andy Noonan now Andy's there we go see Andy's Andy's Andy Noonan is a Rovers lad so I think that was the reason he came on and was so good but um, yeah so I, I, I <laughs> yeah so you have uh, I don't think we'd ever really get any other managers on to be honest so it's it's all about Rovers so several other people wanted interviews with members of the Ultras and uh, more Lardies so we'll, we'll def- you can look forward to Lardy Part 2 next season and uh, you can look forward to more ultra stuff we're going to try and get Steve Seary on hopefully he's home in the next year or two he's abroad and we're going to get him in we're going to get Forky and we're going to get all the originators of the ultras in and uh, we're going to have a, a good old yeah Paul Thomas we're going to get all the lads in and have a good old chat yeah. Paul's supposed to be here today but he couldn't make it but he's at home cutting paper so he enjoyed uh, some, was past no, he's buying rubbish in charity shops <laughs> some people said they enjoyed the casual aspects of the show and it may not be everybody's cup of tea but listen listen do you know what it is here's, here's the thing Lukey Bourne liked it here's the thing it's an existing it happens it's it, it realistic and it's happening in, in football all over Ireland so it's there it exists and we're just merely talking about it that's all it is it, it's there so we're not, we're not going to ignore it And then we had uh, we had another hold on, hold on. and we had another guy. He said that he loves the terrorist culture. And then when we do stuff on ultras, the casuals and rovers history, volunteers at rovers as well, like uh, like Carl and 
Myself, we, we do try to volunteer Myself. the odd time. We're the balls of it. Hey, I, I, I know that, for fuck's sake. There's been a fair few volunteers. I fucking know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie McGraw! Eddie McGraw! You are Eddie McGraw! You are Eddie McGraw! I will say about Eddie Wright when we spoke on the Shield win when Kenny B scored the winner. Who took yes. Kenny? Who took the training session just before this kickoff? It was Eddie McGrath, and he took us in, and we needed a bit of professionalism that day. Eddie came in, he trained us right before the game, and we won two one in the Shield. Hold on, hold on, Davey, we're gonna get the chant going, all right? So when you when so when you're ready, right? Who's this? Hey, when you're ready, Davey, right? We're gonna get your famous chant. Who's that? Eddie McGrath. No problem. Go for it. Shamrock. Shamrock. It's a delay, you see. Rovers. Rovers. Shamrock. Shamrock. Rovers. Rovers. Where are Lens number one? Where are Lens number one? Question 16, how would you rate the sound quality of the recordings made inside and outside the studio? So inside got an average of 4.5705 and outside got an average of 3.6905. So we will try and work on that. Inside we get a 10.10, don't we? I'd say, yeah. I think that... Uh, the interview with Larry, there was a lot of yeah. background noise. Yeah, that was because we were sitting in free hills and Crumlin yeah. and it was all awesome. yeah, Gary losing his phone in Czech Republic was the best thing that ever happened to this show. I think so, yeah. That's what he was using to record those quizzes. And now we're using proper equipment. <laughs> well, we, we talked, and then we asked Rovers fans, we said, do you discuss the show with fellow Rovers fans? They 199 said yes, and then... Uh, uh, Torty said no so then question, eight, question 18 was has the show ever convinced you to go to a game this is the big one for us now yeah. has the show ever convinced you to go to a game when you had decided you weren't going and 55 said yes 175 said no that's, so, that's, that's what we want we want people to get in the middle that's that's the biggest thing for me the biggest thing for me is to get people to go to the game and of course uh, the big one now as well it said have you ever visited Peachtree East as a result of the sponsorship yes, of the podcast? Yes! 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 Yes
Yes. Tordy Nine said yes. The question should have been. I haven't visited yet, but I do. I plan to go. So I think I think we can give them the wrong song. What do you think? Can anyone think of something? Maloney, you're the main man. Petrie East, what's the sound like? So so we're going on to question twenty and would you be interested in tasting the East End merchandise if we ever came up with some some hats and t shirts and badges? Hundred and fifty two said yes, seventy four said no, so uh Carol. I just have a question. Has anyone heard of Billy Sullivan and the Super Hoops? Yes! Yeah. 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 I have a confession. Yes. Yeah. 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 On open house with Marty Whelan. Oh, yes. Singing. Yeah, were you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Singing that. What was it? Uh, Billy oh, Sullivan. Oh, no. Do you remember? We were there. It was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a Monday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> goes in RTE singing that song. Yeah. You yeah. must have a play it. You must have it. Have it. Have it. Have it. Have it. We do have. Come on, we play it. There's four. There's footage out there of us on our team. Why excuse me? He's having very hard to get. He wouldn't let the band play noise. You're not allowed. In my excuse, I hadn't hit puberty when that was released. Give us a tail, John Conley with a tail. Okay. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sound the alarm, Carl, sound the alarm. Sound the alarm, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, keep it down, let's keep it down. It was on a Sunday morning. Hold on. John Conley goes on a rant or a tangent. Oh, we have been trying for the last few hours. We're only here for four hours. We're trying to get it. Well, listen, so he has a story about. Move over. He has a story about uh, yeah. Billy Sullivan and the. It tunes. was being recorded on a Sunday morning. And the biggest problem we had was trying to find the bleeding kip. 
nobody could actually find it. Seriously, a little recording. Where was it in the end? Where was it? Well, somewhere in. No, it was in Malahoyes. Balbriggan. No, it was Mal. There's no wrong about that. It was it. It ended up. It was in Balbriggan. Who did we run into? Everybody. But you want to come over as well? Anyway, we drove around and around and around. The mobile phones are gone. Um, everybody's on. Where are we? We're lost. We were outside more people's apartments and 11 o'clock in the morning, on Sunday morning, when cars are there, when knocking on people's windows and doors. No, well, this is not it. This is not it. Eventually, we found it, but boy, Jesus, it was hard work. I think it took us two hours to find the venue. Seriously, wow. and everybody was the same, all the Rovers fans. Eventually, we got it in the recording studio. What a day. Yeah, what a day. John, who'd you run into, Karen? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We ran into Tony Grant, who told us where the actual recording studio was. Who'd you run over? Yeah, yeah. 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 I knew you wouldn't say this. <laughs> no, you didn't, because you didn't let me tell it. But it did hit number one in the charts, didn't it? I, I hope so. Uh, we, we, we could try and get it on a push number for Christmas. Million. We sold loads of copies. I think it's actually due a reason. hatred. Everyone gets to put it on. Each person. Right, so, so what we're going to do now is we're going to get each person to come down and give us so, a list of hatred. Oh, we thought it was after participants. So who you want to put on? This should be interesting. So we're going. We might as well start. Jason, you've already put one on, but we'll give we'll, we'll give you another go. So sit down there and we'll get someone on the list of hatred. Can you tell who's Sit down beside us. Can you tell us who's on it already? We'll tell you if you put someone on. It. You should know if you listen. Have you got all year? Have you got all year? Right, so Jason, you. Yeah, McDowell's heading off, guys. Listen, tell me that. Oh, gee, McDowell. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. Pleasure. Pleasure, McDowell. Look after yourself, right? No, Mark. Safe home. I'll take you next season's program. I don't think I'll have something that already. Right, so Jason's going to put someone else on the list of hatred. Who have you got? I think most of the guys have been covered already. But I'm going to give my possible vote to one Louis Kilcoin. Oh, should be fucking sponsored by him. Yeah, there, great show. Great show. Right, and next up we have Ryan. Ryan the group. Give us, uh, give us your choice for a list of hatred. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the the bleeding social media anti rovers crew. Yeah, the social media. Yeah. Don't like, like, okay, I, I, pity, I pity them. Like, I mean, they'll never have what we have. But I swear, some of them hate some of them hate Rovers more than what they love their own club. Like, I mean, this goes for Bowles, Pats, Cork, Dundalk. All the so-called top teams. There's definitely an element now in their support. They hate us more than what they love their own club. So, and they literally they can't wait. They want us to fail. They want us. This to is fail. a rant. Right. So what we got? Let him go. Yeah, he's doing great. Keep going. Just let him run. Don't interrupt the run. You had your moment. Let him run. Let him run. We let him run. Let him run. And now this, this, this stems from the under. It could be under eights, under 15s, under 19s. They just want us to fail at all levels. They want Stephen Bradley to fail. Um, yeah, they'll just, just uh, all the leading social media. So anti rover social media. You are on the list of hatred. Steve Barrett, step up. Steve Barrett, give us your list of hatred nominee. Uh, Come on, Ryan, I was thinking about this. Um, I think Pats fans, they're absolutely oh, great tracks obs obsessed, obsessed yeah. with Rovers. And they, they, they're big enough that he managed to just about, just about stay in the league and I was thanking to Rovers. That's, they're, they're celebrating. That's, Pitch evasion for staying in the league. Never yeah. relegated. You just about stay in the league. And they're, they're, they're praising Rovers. And obviously, if you had a beat in the months, they would have gone down. 
But still, they're absolutely assessed for hours. So, Pats fans, Pats fans are on the list of hatred. Yeah. So, step Absolute. up, Carl Cairns. Well, well, hobble well, well, hobble well, your way well, over well, here. Well, so we have a list of hatred <laughs> for uh, this. This could be controversial. I have a prediction. No, no, I wouldn't. I would never put one of our own. So who have we got? James Coney. Tens of individuals. Tens of individuals. There's been very few people I've hated more in the last years than Alan Kane. Alan Keane, oh, Alien oh, Head. Oh, oh, great show. Great show. Nobody knew him. Is he not already there, though? No? Do you know what? He could have been because he's a massive Alien Head. Is he already there? He should know he's not there. He should have been there, though. Great show. Great show. Right, get here. We get We get the new host of Tennis Beast now for next season. Bernie fucking. Bernie fucking Barnwell. Bernie Barnwell. Who's on your list of hatred? I'm putting the BSC on the list of hatred. The BSC boys. This is gonna be interesting, lads. No, no. I'm putting the B I'm putting the BSC on the list of hatred for claiming to be Ireland's number one and hiding behind the British counterparts. Mm. And coming to oh. And, and claiming for a big one in Tala this season, apparently, and coming to Tala and then running away. Oh, wow. Which I did see with my own eyes, to be honest with yeah. you, and they fucking ran. So, uh, on the no. list of hatred is the BS. Yeah. Where's the Thunder Shot? Forky, sit down there, give us your list of hatred number eight. Oh, yeah, I mean, two words, two words. Right. Can I put the general public on a list of hatred for a start? Just the general people in general fucking hate them. Right. Anyway, no, I, I think it has to go back to last night and stomach word thing and. Rovers fans who still support the GAA. Yeah. How can you support Rovers and then go along? How can you and then go along and support who actively put all their weight? Now, now people will say this, right? Johnny Blue is Johnny Blue is a neutral guy. He 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 likes what he likes, and you've got double flags in around here. But the thing is with Rovers fans, you, you have to remember what they did to Rovers, and they tried to bury Rovers. And it wasn't just Thomas Davis; it was the Dublin County. They put their weight behind Thomas Davis, and they wanted to bury Rovers, but we came out on top. So let's give us a fuck Thomas Davis as well. Who have you got for the list of hatred? Do we have 
Killian Brennan and Al's family. Killian Brennan. Why don't you already? Al's family. Even his dad. They're on it already. Bishop Brennan. Yeah, but no, do you know what? They're not only him is on the boat. He wants the boat. I have not had a chance to think about this. He's speaking. So. Bobby's speaking. So. Top of the head. Um. He wants That's probably Brennan. the worst place to ask. <laughs> Killian Brennan. Killian Brennan. His family. His brothers. Right. 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 He wants the Brennan family. Right. The Brennan family are on the list of ages. Fuck that. The whole lot. Fuck the that. Fuck the whole lot. All right. And then we have John Connolly. Get on there. Kempty though. Kempty though. John Connolly up now for the okay. list of hatred, John. Who do you want to put on it? Okay. Number one. I've got a list. There's no more prizes Dun to give you. For everything to do with their treatment of away fans. As regards their treatment of Shamrock Rovers. Totally, totally out of order. Right? They just have total disregard for everything to do with away fans going to the grounds. We just forget about it. My number two would be Joe McGlue from the FAI. Basketball! What a fucking prick. What a prick. Isn't this the same guy that went around in Serbia taking flags off yes. Ireland fans? Yes. He's, he's a stooge. You better believe it. And the unfortunate thing is, he only lives down the road. He's no the same fellow. Oh, well, okay. right, lads, are we ready? We go now. He drinks in the stone. He drinks. He drinks in the stone boat. Tomo, get a hold of him. You're he a stone boat regular. I've had run-ins with him over oh, the last 10, 15 years. Toilet facilities for the girls, everything like that. Joe McGlue was a first-class prick. Right. There we go, Joe McGlue. As on talk, FC, you're on it. Davy Doyle has interjected here and he says, get them to add Paddy Cavanagh to the list of hatred. I thought he was already on it. No, I need to roll off. Nobody, yeah. Uh, Karen, get down, put your list of hatred. Karen, so we have Karen Connolly here. Karen, who have you got? You can echo your sentiments if you like. Oh, Karen stole mine, I knew it. Alan Kane. Alan Kane. Yeah, it was original. We can go again, that means we can champion it, you know. I was sitting in the toilet and I was like, oh, I hate you. That's a good place to think. Yeah, no, that's where everyone thinks. The list of brilliant. And then I was like, who else do I hate? It's Colin Bourne on it. Colin Bourne's on it. Jason Maloney put Colin Bourne on it. Yeah, I, yeah. I severely hate him. Yeah, I think so. But I think there's, there's a lot of hate figures running out, but we'll go, you can champion your dad's, your dad's choice and we can go with uh, anyone, Car in Dundalk. Dundalk. anyone in Dundalk. Dundalk in general as a place. Hey, hate Dundalk. Next up, we have Kenny, Kenny Barrett. Yeah. This should be controversial. Here we go. I don't know if he's on the list already, though. Is he on it? He's going to stick his, he's gonna stick his yeah. brother on the list. <laughs> oh, Ray Whelan, because he's a shite chef. <laughs> <laughs> it's cocktail sausage. I mean, how, how hard is it to make a cocktail sausage? They were terrible in the sweet. Terrible. No. Is John Delaney on the list? He's not yeah, actually. He's not. Are we no. no, John Delaney's not. Right, fair enough. He'll give, he'll give a grant to Rovers or whatever. But come on, the FAI is cleaning up. He's got the trophy wife. He'll sing fucking rebel songs and boy shoes off for the boys in green lads points. He doesn't care about the league. I hate John Delaney. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, walk, come on, walk, bro. Come on, guys. Can we pull flank out? Because, 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 hang on a minute. 
Kickums or something on Saturday. 14,000 set out a week. If the League of Ireland had a FAI had a proper, if the FAI had a proper fucking leader, we could fucking tap into that market. Like them 14,000 cunts don't follow fucking Vince's or it's an event to go to. I just think that he doesn't give a bollocks. He only cares about the international. Yeah, no, that's it. He cares about a few quid. That's it. So John Delaney's on a great show. Home Royce, get up here. We've got Home Royce for the list of hatred now. I'm very okay. interested in this one. My list of hatred is going to go to the 10 team league. The 10 team yeah. league? Yes. yes. We're going very, to play Waterford United 45 times next season. <laughs> no fun at all. Yes. And the other list of hatred is just the county of Loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The dog draw does nothing to boast yeah. <laughs> so, so we've got the list of heads, you got we've got Leon and we've got uh, what was the, the ten team league. We've got the ten team league. Johnny Blue! Johnny Blue! Who do you hate most? Don't be scripting them. So, uh, <laughs> we're, we have Johnny Blue now, proprietor and uh, just general madman. Um, <laughs> we're going to ask Johnny Blue, who do you put on the list of hatred? There's only two, two of them that I, that I don't like. One is Pat and the other is Bowes. Yeah! So, Bowes, we'll go for Bowes. Bowes on the list of hatred and our BSC oh, runaways. Yeah, there we go. So that's Bowles and the Runaways crew. Bowles and you are here. Johnny! 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 We've been getting lots of messages saying that this show is going to be missed in the off-season, which is nice to hear. And uh, it's looking like we'll do a monthly band this November, December. We might even do something in between. Me, I've, been, I've been annoying Carl about trying to do something a little bit different. And I'll definitely convince him, because... That's oh, what I do. Oh, I, I just force well, you, them in. You, you all say you get, get an old player. They're all legends. Listen, season, like I fun. said, fantastic fantastic input from all the fans like that. Like Malone, like all the lads. They give us good details and we it's, it's, it's what we want. So we want promotion and we want people to tell us what they want to hear. So um, the season starts a little bit earlier next year. It's February 16th. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we've got an earlier season, so, so it's been a it's been it's been a brilliant experience this season. So we no, want to thank everyone, that. and that's it. That's it for for this season, Carl. We've no more football for four months. So how do you feel about that? Ah, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Empty 